You were at the book club meeting at the Pancake House, blonde with gray sweater facing the windows. You looked nervous because I was staring at you, or you were just <laughs> nervous, not sure. Me, older guy with my son and my ex eating breakfast. Sound check. Hog. Sound check. Check, check. Fab. Fab, check it. And up the sound. Fuck. Boobs. Thanks for the knockarounds, bro. Jeez. Sob, Ed. Big Tom. Hey, check him in. Check ball. Episode 20, Three Beers 2. What's up, guys? Hi. Big Tom. Welcome back, man. Good to be back. Thanks for having me, guys. It's always a treat. After your last podcast, when you brought beers from space, we could not have you back. Dude, it's a pleasure. Yeah, I, they, they only appear once every 81 years. So we got a little while <laughs> before I bring someone this back. Well done. A Haley's Comet of beers. <laughs> we got Bonk. What's going on, Bonk? Like cicadas? One of those every 75 years? Locusts? <laughs> yeah. Cicadas. Uh, those things are disgusting. Yeah, but you won't see them again. No. You'll be dead. You'll love a good cicada, though. We got no more comets or cicadas in our future. Yeah, we're we're good to go. (laughs) Bummer. Jeej, what's happening, dude? Hey, baby. You got some locks? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Those unders are looking good, though. Uh, Not anymore. Well, I'll talk about (laughs) that later. Talk later. All right. um, So, Jeej, you brought the beers today. I did. You brought the beers and the studio. I I brought the studio, yeah. That was real nice of you. Yeah, I brought brought everyone to the studio. What, What are we drinking? We have some delightful San Diego treats ahead of us, and I went with a, walked into BevMo, shout out BevMo, and I didn't have a theme in mind, but it all just came to me as I was standing in the aisles for 30 plus minutes trying to decide what I wanted. <laughs> it was that or be at work, so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, so first up we have Saint from St. Archer Brewing Company. We have Tropical IPA, brewed with real mango and passion fruit. Hmm. Big fan of St. Archer. They got some good stuff. Not huge yet, but they're getting there. From my hometown, Coronado Brewing Company, Guava Islander Tropical IPA. Okay. And then from Green Flash, the Tropical DNA Hazy IPA. So, Hog, you got any idea what the theme was? Uh, I don't know. I feel a tropical theme here. Yeah, Jackie. Ding, 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 ding. The Flint Tropics. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We're getting tropical today. Dude, I can't wait. And they're all what, about 7% alcohol? You hit it right on the head. Oh, man. All 7.0%. That's why I love a good IPA, man. A cool 21% today. <laughs> Lucky guess? Yeah. <laughs> Lucky number seven. <laughs> all right, Jeej, what beer are we doing first? We'll go with the St. Archer Tropical IPA, because that's the first one I read off. Nice. Try that one. <laughs> I'll cut that or just add that in later. <laughs> that was a premature uh, opination. <laughs> the purists are going to be like, that was a distinct sound of a cell. That was a slim can most yeah, likely like, seltzer all right guys ready to crack them and drink them yeah let's do it i love that part yeah saint archer tropical ipa big tom what's your rapid reaction on this beer it tastes great shocker smooth the can the can is green and makes you want to taste some kind of green and i yeah. think it's there in my mind but uh in my throat it tastes pretty good too <laughs> i would it kind of reminds me of like palm tree on a beach somewhere i would say so well done, well, uh, Fab. What do you what are you feeling on this one? I concur with Big Tom. I definitely get the green connotations, both visually and uh, taste wise. I'm picking up a lot of green, which is good. Yeah, it's fresh and crisp. Nice. All right, beat or leap. We'll jump right into it. Beat or leap. Gee, you ready? 
A firm. Jeez, give me your beat elite. Okay, so my elite. I'll start with my beat first, actually. So, as you all know, I haven't been on the show in like a week or two. That's beat. But that's super beat. That is my beat. I put my lock as all XFL unders for the last two weeks. That was a solid move, I thought. It worked great. Six and two overall record. Yeah. Um, so, week one, it was easy sailing, smooth sailing. Uh, there's one game that looked like it might go over, and then it didn't. But then we had one over. But the, all the over-unders were 50 and above, I think. Week two, Vegas got a little smarter. Uh, most of them were, were down around 47-ish, I'd say the average. So my beat, at long-winded beat here, is that Vegas has figured this out, and all the totals are uh, 45 or below for this week. So mm. I can't ride the four-game under pick this week, which is you know a real shame because – Everyone loves watching a football game and rooting for the under. It's the most fun thing you can do while watching football. So I, I that's my beat. I don't have that to look forward to this weekend. Uh, easy three and one each weekend. But Are you going to hammer the over? <clears throat> um, haven't decided yet. Okay. Waiting, waiting for the lines to settle out a little bit. I, I'm a little concerned. I, I kind of was going to wait for the roundtable for this, but the viewership of the XFL is down, right? And it's, it's to be – expected but 36 percent from week one to week two do you think it's because of a lack of scoring i think it's a lack of they instituted all these new rules yeah and no teams have done anything cool there's never i don't i don't know if there's been any double forward passes there's been one and one three one three point attempt yeah yeah i've done my research with this one already nice (laughs) but you i was thinking the entire game plan was going to be centered around trick plays and three-point plays and all this stuff. But really, it's been pretty vanilla football. Cardell Jones has been pretty exciting with his playmaking. But other than that, it hasn't been great to watch. But Yeah, football is really tough to watch when you don't have good quarterback play. And that's what the XFL has. Cardell Jones, arguably Landry Jones, face of the league, and that's about it. Matt McGloin, you know, calling out his team and saying they got to throw out the game plan at halftime. Not the greatest move, and he got benched. Yeah. That game was hard to watch. Except I had the under, so it was money. It was profitable, <laughs> profitable yet hard to watch. Hard to watch. So why I bring this up is this. The owner is Vince McMahon, right? He knows that this is a problem, and he is a master of theatrics, and he's a master. Do you think that at some point that maybe they're going to want to increase scoring somehow? But I don't know, owners. and. Do so you think? He's going to put the uh, clamps on the coaches to make them start calling some more trick plays. I mean, if you want to save your guys' jobs, if you want to keep having this. I mean, I like that idea. Why not, right? It should be the wrestling of football. It's all about fun. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Got a guy named Cole Boozer, number 69, chugging beers on the field after D.C. Defenders' victory. That shit is elite. That's what we need. That's what we need. It's not the no fun league. It's the fucking XFL. It should be exciting. I, I think that Vince McMahon is keenly aware of this and i think that there will be a memo and obviously this will never come become public but i think something's going to happen where we're going to see a massive uptick in scoring i I love it i love it i'm all about it too yeah they got to be careful in the way they do it though they can't just tell the referees to like encourage the offense because if the referees just start calling defensive pass interference on every play that's going to drive people even further away because no one likes watching penalties i don't think that's how it'll happen i think i really think it'd be vince mcmahon talking to the GMs and head coaches of each team and being like, hey, we need more scoring. Start doing creative stuff on offense to get yep. this game moving. Because it, it really sh- – the, the score should be higher with the 25-second 
play clock that it has. And Absolutely. There's way more plays run every game, so why isn't there scoring? Yep. And without betting on the game, he should just pay a $10,000 bonus per player for every team that surpasses like 50 points a game or something like that. Are the one that scores? Yeah. Ooh. Like, I mean, Ooh. just well, reward high. high scoring offenses, and he has the purse to do it. Yeah. Hey, Jeej, would you rather watch Maction or XFL? That is the hardest question I've ever been why, asked. Why would you ask that? I mean, Maction <laughs> is like a combination of Jameis Winston and Big Ten football. Just horrific fumbles, horrific decisions, running the ball. All on a Tuesday night. All on a Maction. <laughs> Action-packed Tuesday night. It is, it is glory. That is the pinnacle of football right there. I got to go with Maction because I'm so excited. It's football season. I'm still in the doldrums, so yeah. don't, don't <laughs> let me drag you down, bro. <laughs> so that was your beat, right? Yeah, that was my beat. All right, give me your lead. Uh, okay, so the Padres, everyone's excited in this room. I know about the Padres, except, except maybe you four. Maybe it's just me. You're wearing a jersey. I'm wearing my Teguin jersey, yeah. Padres hat. I'm ready for the season. We got promised this year. Um, our executive director, Ron Fowler, whatever his title is, said he thinks the Padres are going to get to 80 wins this year, and that just pumps – that fires me up, you know. Yeah. You Holy just, smokes. You're <laughs> possibly 81, or are they going to – or is there a peak 80? I, I think you said 82 maybe. Mm-hmm. A little above 500, one game. Uh, that's not my lead. So my lead is – I am excited for the Padres. We have a lot of young talent. Um one of the best farm systems in the league last few years. But what I'm really excited about is there's still talk about us getting rid of the fucking anchor dead weight. That is Will Myers contract. (laughs) He's got three years, 61 million left on the contract. And the Boston Red Sox are still in talks with the Padres to get rid of him. We were trying to go for Mookie Betts. That didn't work out. But I'm willing to give up like two or three prospects for them to eat this contract. <clears throat> Padres, I think, said they'll take up to half of it. Um, but if we can work a three-way deal with the Indians, get Lindor, Francisco Lindor, mm. Padres would be set, and that'd be that'd be really cool. Not set because we still need starters, but <laughs> still our bullpen starters. Our bullpen stacked, and uh, our hitting would be pretty solid. Yeah. But when's yeah, the opening? I, opening days soon, right? Yeah, April 1st. April 1st, or right? May, March 30th or something. Stand by. For the Padres, I mean. Oh, uh, well, opening day, yeah. I think it's uh, March 29th. 29th, got it. Yeah, no. that's the opening. You know, they always play the weird. same day, but now there's yep. teams playing. It's like only Cardinals, Cubs, Yankees, Red Sox, and then everyone else gets to open or some shit. Like yeah. But I'm cool with that because I'm a Cardinals fan. But everyone's reported to spring training. That's the important thing. Padres, I love it, dude. Go Friars. If you had to pick an over and under, this is not a lock. It could be. I know where you're going with this wins. Yeah. What would you pick? The Jeej. I would bet the over if the number was 81, to be honest with you. Whoa. We're going to be – I think we're firmly in the driver's – Firm. Firmly in the driver's seat for second place of the NL West. Six inches firm. (laughs) So we're the second driver in the NL West. <laughs> what? Firm, firmly in the driver's seat for second place. I think that, okay. that makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's pretty sad. You're first it's, loser. It's, it's yeah, good. first loser. Yeah, it's good. There's no chance we beat the Dodgers, but you know, maybe we'll take a series here or there. Yeah. Any chance for a wild card? Well, are they going to institute the new system here <laughs> this year? <laughs> uh, not this year, I don't think. I uh, know. I'll give us an outside chance. I'd say 25% chance to get into the one-game playoff, but... 
we still we're still a year away, I think, with our starting pitching. But our lineup and bullpen look really good, so we'll see. Need a couple more pieces, and then hopefully we'll uh, get out of the, get into the playoffs for the first time since two thousand four or whenever the fuck it was. We'll get the San Diego fan base fired back up, you know. Yeah. Chargers are gone. Let's get the Padres pumped up. Bonk. Hog. We got IPAs. I know you're stoked I, for this. I, I love IPAs. I'm biased. And you've mentioned a few times that you're not an IPA guy, but I'm, now we're on the you're on the 20th episode. I'm done saying that. Are I, you transformed? I love IPAs now. You know when you first, it's an acquired taste. It's got to be one of those things because it was so bitter to me when I first started drinking them. I was like, why would I have that? I'll have a lager. I'll have a Pilsner. It's fine. It's no longer bitter. It's just fucking delicious now. And when you start your night with three to four... <laughs> Six, seven, eight, nine percent IPAs. That's how you finish your night. Always a good night. (laughs) Terrible morning, but great night. Yeah. Listening to the podcast the next day, like, oh, I said that. That's nice. It's it's really neat. Speaking of, beat or leet? Give it to me. All right. I'm going to start out with a quick beat. I think we're going to talk about this later. Just a quick beat. Later. That's how I end my night. I love this. (laughs) Not after those IPAs, bro. That's Uh, a fucking beating to your (laughs) dog. You got to get pre vast. Um, so, <laughs> premium Vaseline. Not cutting this. Not cutting this. No. So, there's a lot of talk, and there might be a little more talk about the NFL schedule, preseason, regular season. But I'm not going to get into that. But for my beat, I heard a couple times this week on sports talk radio, random shows, that uh, something I did not know that if you are Major League Baseball, you play one day. One day in the major leagues, you get medical coverage for life. What? Yeah. NFL, you have to be a vested player. For three years? And vested, I think, is three or four. I think it's changed. But then you get five years of additional medical coverage. Like It's not even close. So one day in the majors, you get called up. Well, everyone knows baseball is much tougher on your body than American football is. So that checks (laughs) out. Question mark? (laughs) Fact? So I'm just saying, if when we get into this later, like, hey, here's one way to get the Players Association behind more games and all this other stuff. Like, fucking make that yeah. more even. And I know that's the, the entire last season of Ballers was about that. I don't know if you guys watched that great HBO or Showtime, whatever it is. But. I've heard it's amazing, but I haven't seen it. I've seen like the first season and a half. I haven't seen the most recent one featuring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, Dwayne? Yeah, but one day. I mean, then you made it. One day. I mean, medical for life. Yeah. I've that's, heard it twice on the right, and then I looked it up again. Isn't that fucking crazy? That's insane because it is, you have to play a certain amount of games per season in the NFL for that to be accrued three or four years, whatever it is. Wow. One it's, day. It's pretty ironic, though, that they do it that way with the healthcare because you can play, I don't know how many games as a rookie before, and then they can send you back down to the minors before they actually can call you like year one player. So the next year is your year one again. So like I think it's like seventy nine games, whatever, whatever the number is. But it's a lot of games before they have to say you're now officially a year one player, and then that kicks in all the money, the contract, contract stuff. That's exactly what Chris Bryant ran into. He fought that because they actually sent him down, so they didn't have to get to his contract year for another additional yeah, year. Yeah, exactly, oh, which is right. kind of bullshit. But yeah. the fact that they do the health care, I think, is probably more important anyway. Yeah, that's pretty that's, – that's, I like that. The disparity is my beat. Like, what the f- – Yeah, that's like, okay. insane. I wonder if the NFLPA is going to be – start a fight for that. Right now, marijuana is their big thing I've been hearing. But I don't, 
good weed is yeah. hard to come by. <laughs> it's not hard to it's come by. It's the same anymore. thing as healthcare. Same thing as healthcare. Um, all right, that's your beep. With, with, all right, with my leap. So we are still in the dark ages doldrums, worst month of sports of the whole year. But the quarterback carousel is my lead. I love, I love this. I've never been this excited for a draft. Um, not that these are the best five quarterbacks ever. I think there's going to be five in the first round. Called that um, three episodes yep. ago. Eason and J- uh, Love will love. be the fourth or yep. fifth or fifth and fourth, whatever. But um, the amount of teams that are not solidified at quarterback, Hog, your NFC West is the only division where their quarterbacks are not moving strong, at least for a year, probably more like five years. Yeah. But every there's so many talking points and so much to talk about. And I'm not going to just just highlighting each one like Prescott franchise tag going to new team, freaking Dwayne Haskins and the Redskins bus. Or do they get Teddy Bridgewater to start for a year? Freaking Cam Carolina. Are they going to tank for tank for Trevor? That's got tank for Trevor. It's got a good ring. Yeah. Famous Jameis. What the fuck? I don't I think Bruce Arians hates him. He hates him. He's yeah. gone. He's Bears, knee deep. Trubisky's fucking terrible. Lions, Tua. <laughs> are they going to trade Stafford? Bench Tua for a year. Bring him up. I mean, and then Pats, unknowable. Dolphins, probably Tua. Big Ben, he is old and fat as fuck. So is he going to come back? <laughs> He's like 35 years old, right? So is and he going to be fuck. Big Ben 2009 or even 2015? No. That's a huge question. Baker, one more year of that trash. He's probably one more. done. Yep. Uh, Houston set. Mention Jacks, maybe. Uh, Tennessee, Brady, Tannehill, Colts, Brady, Rivers, Brissett. Yeah, dude, we're talking about... Yeah, Herbert, Chargers, Carr, Raiders, Brady. I mean, I love looking at that because it is literally a carousel. And every team, not every team, I'd say two-thirds, one-half of the teams are unknown at this time. And once they start falling, what do they call it, the Tom Domino or some shit? Yeah, I'll ask you this a little bit later if you don't mind, but I want to I want to know who you think the first domino is to fall, and then we'll let's play it out a little bit. Okay, I think that'd be fun. Obviously, it was not Breeze because he was like Breeze. I'm staying. Yeah, I mean, Stephen A. Smith doesn't think Breeze is the answer for the Saints. <laughs> this is a good that's one. my lead. I love I that as- because sports kind of stink right now, but this is awesome. I can't wait. I love it, Big Tom. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right, man. Before Saturday night. Anybody know who Derek Jones was in here? I still don't know. Somebody still not know. Who Derek Jones <laughs> what, what about after Saturday? <laughs> so Derek Jones in the last three years has averaged six points a game for the Miami Heat. He he, he makes five hundred thousand dollars a year, which you know is more than some people make, but not not a lot in the NBA. He won the NBA Slam Dunk Contest on Saturday night. So my so my beat, regrettably and sadly, is the NBA Slam Dunk Contest and what it's become. A um, couple things. There are no all-stars or even many a known name of uh, guys who are in the dunk contest. Most of the people who people do know are guys who are in it on their second year, and they've gotten snubbed, and now they're just figureheads for getting snubbed in the dunk contest. Do you guys know, just to compare it to other sports too, so not a single person in the dunk contest this year was an NBA all-star. Yeah. But not so even you, you, right. can, you can go to the NBA All Star Weekend and not be an NBA All Star, right? Correct. Yeah. So, but none of them were NBA All Stars. Yeah. So, outside of that, home run derby, there have been two participants ever to play in the home run derby who weren't All Stars. Yeah. And it was Yoannis Cespedes and Giancarlo Stanton at the time. Obviously, different now. Yeah. But so there's uh, there's a little bit of talk. The big linchpin. Think about the 80s, Dominique Wilkins, Michael Jordan, Spud Webb, guys like that kind of bring the dunk contest to the forefront. 
Pretty fantastic. The biggest kind of challenge right now is why LeBron James has never done it. And an interesting theory is that LeBron won't Cannot play. dunk? No, also that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if there weren't 54 dunks in the first three quarter of the All-Star game, I'd agree with that. But, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, outside of that, they're saying that LeBron won't play in anything if the cards are not stacked in his favor. So high school, he assembled his own team, and they were the best. Last year, he just sat out 35 games because he felt like it because the Anthony Davis deal fell apart. Yeah. And then now here he is talking, shitting on anybody who's taking planned rest, playing every game, being a, you know, leading the league in assists because he was able to assemble Anthony Davis and every other Kyle Kuzma role player he wanted and everything. So I really hope they lose. I agree. LeBron's a pussy. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> it's all about his brand, and he's a very smart businessman. And I, I, get, I know what he's doing, and I don't think he's wrong for doing it for himself, but I agree the dunk contest was absolute garbage. But I will say the NBA has the best, I would say, all-star break of all time. I don't know if I'm ruining some. No, no. Okay. No. <laughs> um, but I just love it's a big show. And then, you know, like everyone, the, the, the game this year was awesome. NFL was garbage. NFL, no one gives a shit yeah. about the Pro Bowl. In LeBron's defense, though, the 2015 NBA Finals, he didn't exactly have a stacked deck he was going up against. On the Cavs? Like, yeah, when he was on the Cavs, so he had Kelly, and that he was had, it. He had Kevin Love. He had Matthew Delvadova. He had Kyrie. Kevin Love went down in the first yeah. round of those playoffs. Oh, but I mean, they, yeah. they were on the team, though. Kyrie Kyrie's gave up if em- they were in the Emotional playoffs. support, yeah. Like, Lakers Tristan had no Thompson, chance. He had, Lakers every, had no chance of making the playoffs last year, so he gave up. That's his MO. I'm sure, and Steph Curry did this year. He'd, Steph Curry had hand surgery. For and one wasn't year. he just pictured holding his wife like this? I mean, I don't know if that's part of his rehab program. But. With a massive okay. boner? Yeah, with huge boner. <laughs> On the ass and making her... What was that quote from the misconnection? If you grab my ass like that, I can explode. <laughs> yes, I believe so. I, I think Three Beers 2 commented on that Twitter photo, and it was amazing. Because that thing was massive. It looked like he was wearing a baseball cup. That's what Three Beers 2 said. It was, why is he wearing a cup? That's thin. But anyway, sorry. Sorry, continue. go ahead. No, no. We digress. A little bit of, as an aside... Speaking about LeBron, a cool thing that's happening this year, number one team in the West is the Lakers. Number two team is the Clippers. It would be a Western Conference final played with no home court advantage. Oh, yeah. Or only home court court advantage. No traveling at all. No. Sleep at home every night. The shitty thing is that every game will be a Lakers home game. Like, it's just going to become that. And I love Kawhi. He is amazing to watch. He's great. I mean, he's the claw, and he's a robot, so did you fun see, to watch it. Did you see when he went up to the podium the other day, and there was a Gatorade bottle, and then Mike was live, and he walks up, you know, because he's a robot, and he goes, this ain't sponsored by Gatorade, and he, like, takes it and puts it on the ground. It's so fun. Dude, Kawhi is such a robot. He's just all about the rules, man. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't sp- <laughs> Hey, Big Tom, do you think that the Clippers would rather, because they're trying to get their bomber, their own stadium, their own brand, would it do more for their brand to pound the Lakers in the conference finals sweep or just or, or devastate them game seven whatever and lose the NBA finals or have the Lakers get upset before they play the Clippers and have the Clippers win the NBA finals I think I think they got destroyed though even if they if they destroy and put a hurt on the Lakers and then lose it's in the NBA lot. finals nobody, nobody's gonna care because what they have is I mean genesis of the Clippers East Coast ABA team San Diego Clippers which is awesome then to LA Similar to the Chargers, you know, the second team in that city, except now they're actually good with good players and predominantly good over the past couple of years. So 
They just need to attract the fringe guys who are still trying to decide, am I a Clippers fan, am I a Lakers fan, and put the smack down on the Lakers. And it's going to do that. And it's going to crush LeBron, I think. He has oh, to. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I think if the Clippers, because LA is such a transplant city, there are people from LA, but most of the people are not. And they're such fair weather fans. If they do beat the Lakers, there's no question about whose or whose team that city is going to be rooting for next year. Yes, uh, LeBron is still on the Lakers, but they're they're just going to be like, oh, well, I'm a Clippers and Lakers fan, and I go, well, I'm rooting for the Clippers. Right? It's all fucking fair weather bullshit. Yeah, people would just be waiting for LeBron to leave again too. He'll take his talents from Long Beach back to South Beach, you know, and go do wherever his son plays. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I think the best thing for him is to have that rivalry and have it be Lakers versus Clippers. You battle for LA, but yes, I do guarantee there's probably three hundred thousand people in LA who have both a Kawhi and LeBron jersey right now, and they wear it depending 100%. on who's playing. Yeah, and they just bought a Kobe jersey. Of course, yeah, I mean, yeah, rest in peace. So that was my beat. A little bit elite. We kind of spoke to it. Would just be. Ironically, on the other side of that, the All-Star game was real kick-ass. Yeah. First three quarters were kind of standard NBA All-Star game. Uh, 54 dunks. This is a frustration with dunk contest, too. You got guys laying tomahawks. Giannis jumping out of the arena, and he can't do the dunk contest, whichever. Just spoke to that. But yeah. 54 dunks the first three quarters. The new scoring system won. Pretty awesome tribute, and I think everybody saw that with the plus 24. So the fourth quarter was great. 157 to 155. The target score was 155. Team LeBron won. Team LeBron was down nine points starting that quarter. Pretty awesome basketball. Not a LeBron hater, sounded like that, but the best play was Giannis Antetokounmpo taking it off the backboard. I don't know if you guys saw this. They debated for a minute would it be goaltending or not, but LeBron was just going in for easy laying off the backboard, and LeBron just plucked it out of the air like it was an apple off a tree. So yeah. that was pretty cool. Great All Star game and yeah, that's my league. What I like about that the scoring system is a target score, so there's no there's no timer, and I I didn't understand why they did that. I read in an interview later why they started doing it. They will always be a game winner, right? You have to win by a bucket, so there's gonna be a game winning shot. It happened to be a free throw, which sucks, but it's still cool. Like you're gonna have a, a walk off basket to to end the game. I, I really like that a lot. It was awesome for someone who has did not watch the All Star game. I watched highlights, but this target scoring system, you're saying the target score is 155 and they had to hit it to the, win? The target score, I think, was 157. And after three quarters, you have to add 24 points. Yeah, so that's the leading team. So, I think it was an honor of Kobe. Yes. You, have to, you add 24 points to the leading team score. And then, so let's say, I can't do public math, 157. One, they had 133 at one point at, at the end of three quarters. Checks out. So the other team was down by doesn't matter. Oh, you're saying that it becomes that becomes the a target, target score. score. First it, team to hit the target score yeah. wins, and then it became a timeless quarter. Where you yeah, just, but I mean, if one team's up by fifty, then it's they still, still not score twenty four points. Game. But That's, yeah, but I'm saying it's not like a last second shot. Well, but either way, it ends shot, on a shot. They're not going to dribble sure. out the clock. There's no dribbling. Is that that cool, though? I don't yeah, know. I'm because, just well, it was a free throw, so no, it was not that cool. But <laughs> People foul you into perpetuity in basketball at the end of the game, and it becomes pretty gruesome to watch for the last two minutes when that happens. Additionally, Perpetuity. That's <laughs> nice. Additionally, it's uh, I like it. It's got a schoolyard vibe, you know? You play with your friends. You just say best of 15 wins or something like that. 21. <laughs> and it ended up being cool because the game was close, and Anthony Davis missed the first free throw. He did. <laughs> so he did. It ended up being cool randomly, and they played hard as shit for an All Star game. Yeah, I would have. I should have hammered the over on that game. Honestly, hearing this and seeing how they played, but gee, they really fucking played their what, hearts out. What was the over? Because I 
after the game, I was like, it was three oh four or something. So yeah. it was still close. It wasn't, yeah, I mean, it was within it wasn't that far fifteen off. or something, yeah. but it was fun. Fab, what's up, man? Not too much. Give me a beat. Elite. Uh, funny you should ask. I do, in fact, have a beat oh. and elite. Uh, we'll start with my elite real quick. Another thing that was scheduled to occur on Sunday, but rain delayed into Monday, the Daytona 500. Denny Hamlin won for anybody watching at home. But the bigger news was that Ryan Newman got into a just absolute disaster of a car wreck in the final lap. He went airborne and then got T-boned directly on the driver's side door. Yeah. Uh, his car ended up flipping over multiple times and then coming to rest on its hood. And uh, the emergency crews were out there. The race finished as this was all going on. Denny, Denny Hamlin didn't even know it, so he's in like the post-race press conference. He did a burnout uh, on his way to victory lap, and you know whether or not he should have done that, you can't really hold it against him if he didn't know. But yeah, so Ryan Newman, a terrible situation. They put screens up actually, so you couldn't see the car as the emergency crews were working to get him out. But they got him out. They got him to the hospital, and he actually walked out of the hospital today holding the hands of his two daughters. So that's pretty lead in my mind. If you haven't watched the video of the wreck, it's incredible that something like that happened, and the dude not only lived but walked out of the hospital two days later. Yeah. Who was the driver? Was it Dale that died? Dale Earnhardt died uh, at the Daytona 500 in a, a another car accident, obviously. Uh, not nearly as dramatic. He just went into the wall, but it was the way that he hit the wall and the G onset that just killed him pretty much instantly is what they decided. What, what I read was that the technology that they right. got from that crash actually exactly. saved his life. Resulting from the Dale Earnhardt yeah. uh, tragedy, all the safety improvements that they made is what they're saying is what saved Ryan Newman's life. So good on NASCAR and all those Absolutely. guys for uh, doing it and Absolutely. improving their safety record. Uh, I, I just saw that uh, his, I think it was Instagram or Twitter or something, but awesome scene. Good, good for NASCAR. Good for yeah. him. I, I agree. I, I read the interview saying that the guy did the burnout. He didn't hear it. Like, he was just right. was so pumped that he won the race. He didn't know. I mean, I don't think anyone would do that kind of shit if that happened. Right? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, you would like to think that the crew chief or somebody else who's been talking to them for the entire race would be like, hey, that wreck was pretty bad. Uh, just take it in easy. and Take it in, yeah. Let's you know, talk about this before we put you in front of a camera. But uh, Yeah. At the same time, though, those crew chiefs are screaming their balls off, like hugging each other. They're not walking. Like, as they see Hamlin cross the line is when Newman's getting – tomahawk down the track yeah. like it's still ha it's still going on because it was on the, on the final lap yeah so like they probably weren't even watching there's like we won whatever cool. i agree with you let's 100%. get bombed yeah let's get bombed right let's, let's drink milk and get is that milk drink down. Oh, yeah. that's daytona or not daytona that's in the 500 they were probably bombed. drinking something else yeah. after that <laughs> all right uh and so that leads me to my beat which has nothing to do with nascar uh, the Buffalo Sabres, the other professional sports organization in the greater Buffalo area. This is why I said I can pretty much guarantee that you guys aren't going to have the same beat as me. Uh, they are currently 10 points out of a wild card for the Eastern Conference race for the playoffs. And they shouldn't be. They should be competing for a you know first place finish. And they're 10 points out of the wild card. They're struggling to win. They can't score enough points. They need help on offense. And that's what the fans have been uh, calling for the GM to trade because we have a ton of right-handed defenders and we could easily we can't even put all of them on the ice due to the line makeup. So they're like trade a defender, get another you know second line center or somebody else who can generate some offense because they have Jack Eichel who we tanked for in 2015. 
Some people claim that the tank deliberately losing to get a high draft pick ruined the culture of the team, and therefore they no longer remember how to win, and they're just used to losing, yada, yada, yada. Jack Eichel's a legitimate MVP candidate. Jeff Skinner was scoring an incredible amount of goals last year. Now he seems to have lost his touch. Uh, but Sam Reinhardt is also pretty good, but they need more offensive weapons. And everybody's been saying trade one of these defensemen for an offensive weapon. And the GMs are like, I'm trying to, but I can't. I can't. They just relegated one of their defensemen, Zach Bogosian, down to Rochester the of the American Hockey League, the Rochester Americans, which is the like the minor league team for the Sabres. They sent this guy down. He failed to report, so he refused to show up to Rochester. Oh <laughs> what a fucking power move. I love yeah. that. So he's now suspended, <laughs> and essentially he'll be terminated. But So that's a guy, and it's not like he's super old. He's 29 years old. So they could have traded him feasibly for at least a draft pick and be like, all right, well, we'll at least try to build for the future. Yeah, They're claiming that they can't do that. Yesterday there were four defensemen in the NHL traded. Yesterday alone, because the trade line deadline is coming up. It's on Monday. And the Buffalo Sabres are just inept. They have the third highest salary cap in the entire NHL. They're 10 points out of the wild card. Yeah. Fortunately, a lot of those contracts come off the book at the end of this year, so they're not in, like, purgatory like the Rams. But uh, it's not looking great, so they need help. And it's just a general theme of the uh, city with the longest uh, championship drought is Buffalo. If you add up all the seasons played by uh, the major sports teams, because prior to becoming the San Diego Clippers, there was actually an NBA franchise in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> Buffalo Braves, yeah. Buffalo I Braves. did not know that. Can you explain to us 10 points out? Like, Is it not wins versus losses? In the NHL, you get two points if you win a game, whether you win it in regulation or in overtime. You get zero points if you lose, but if you lose in overtime, you get one point. So okay, if you so end the game you're... tied and go to overtime and then lose, you still get a point. I can't say you're five games out because you could lose in overtime. Got it. Interesting. <laughs> exactly. I kind of like that because it kind of gives some meaning to overtime. It gives some meaning to overtime, which is nice if you lose. I guess you get a point. I didn't know he was a Buffalo Braves fan. That's a... No, a big Buffalo they, Braves uh, fan. They left Buffalo before I was born. I believe that was in the 60s because I think the <laughs> San Diego Clippers were 70s. So 1970 while, to 1978. Were the Buffalo Buffalo Braves, yeah. And then the so owner actually swapped franchises with the Boston Celtics, and the guy then moved them to San Diego. Some of the best years, man. 70 to 78. I love that decade. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. Man. Yeah, that was a great time for America. The oil embargo, uh, <laughs> Iranian hostages. It was just on the world stage. Who could think of that that fast? I was born in 78. I'm old, and I, I loved watching Buffalo Braves. Did you just age yourself? They were yourself? so good. Yeah. Born in 78, watching Buffalo Braves. What does that make you, 52? 64. Shit. Public math. My math sucks. And a half. Easy. All right. So, man. anyway, that's my beat. Again, just no championships for the city of Buffalo. And it looked like a couple of years ago the Sabres were going to be contending, and now it's like they're – trash and womp, are the womp, only chances the bills like getting lucky and actually winning a playoff josh game. allen and hosting, then another one and then another one hosting the, and then you're cutting off your penis right because we <laughs> no it's 10 in a row 10 in a, 10 in a row <laughs> for That's that right. so Damn i'm it. feeling pretty safe about that one hopefully though the offseason uh longest football throw competition between mahomes and allen happens still looking for that all right man that's, so, yeah, that's my that's my beat and my lead all right Speaking of not a whole lot of championships, uh, I'm just looking around the table. Big Tom, I don't know where you're from, but 
I have zero in my lifetime for any team I've ever rooted for. Fab. Fab has zero. You have zero. You have what? One? 2000 o- OU? Is that right? Oh, I mean, come on. You can say two then. <laughs> two? <laughs> because the Diamondbacks. Yeah, Diamondbacks. And, oh, shit. Diamondbacks. And then Cardinals, obviously. Other than the Cardinals, that is a, a lot of shitty, shitty teams I mean, in sports this, that we've rooted for. This is why you lives. started podcasting. Yeah. I mean, you're right. pissed yeah. off about you're, sports. You're not busy watching a winning team. Yeah. You're, you got to sit in a garage. <laughs> we have a lot of free time. <laughs> Cardinals, number one, but Redskins, too, right? Redskins, yeah. So, oh, I 80s, mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a fucking transplant all over the place. So, everyone's claiming a hometown, but I born in St. Louis and they grew up in D.C. So, minus Bonk with his Redskins, Cardinals, fandom <laughs> fair weatherness big tom actually uh, has a great like fan origin story of his very much geographically based I can't uh, wait to loyalties it. it's gonna get a lot of eye rolls from this group but uh so i'm from a <laughs> please do not be cowboys you're and cow- yankees you're cowboys <laughs> that's <laughs> bullshit to his credit is cow- pretty much the direct opposite yeah. okay so red yeah. sox no giants no. i i hate the red sox i'll tell you so Started playing baseball in 1996. Surprise, you can probably guess who my favorite baseball team is. The New York Yankees, for sure. Uh, die hard with that. Uh, that was that. I'm from a city where there is no professional sports team. There's no professional sports team in the next state. And the closest professional sports teams, two of them, weren't founded until I was like 12 years old. So. SEC country? Uh, ACC country. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. North yeah. Carolina? We're getting close. South Carolina? We're getting warmer. Tennessee. I'm from West Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. Oh, Virginia. Oh, South geography. <laughs> There's a map over that's there. The, that's it. <laughs> Central Virginia school system's working for you right there. <laughs> wow, staring at a map. So, who's your... Wait, wait, wait. So you I, there's no pro sports teams within two states? What? D.C.? So, it's not a state, but come on. So baseball was oh. the first one, and and Baltimore is just Baltimore. if you being from there, it is totally different. Baltimore is not Virginia like Maryland. That something changes. So L.A. Clippers fan, Yankees fan. I keep going, keep going, keep going. I will tell you, I've got I've got stuff to back it up. It gets better. <laughs> I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan, <laughs> and. I am a Washington Capitals fan. That, that one. What the that fuck? One. Yeah. Post post Stanley Cup only though. So. <laughs> wow. That you pretty much like encircled the entire United States they with your call, family. Calling this a worldwide. Okay, so you gave us Yankees. How that happened? Yeah. What? How did every? How did the Clippers happen? They were fucking terrible. So Clippers. Unless you just uh, started watching basketball no. two years ago. <laughs> no, I started watching it uh, probably early middle school. My best friend and I would wear white headbands around and throw up this maneuver and <laughs> pretend to be one Darius Miles and one Quinn Richardson who did play in the Celebrity All-Star Game this year. I texted him immediately right when that happened. Um, Quinn? <laughs> is it Q? 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 Yeah. That's it. He, did, it. The, he did, yeah, yeah, did the Phoenix Suns guy. I have a youth large... <laughs> I don't think I was born fitting in that. What a sweet youth flex, dude. <laughs> I have a youth large Darius Miles basketball jersey in at my parents' house at home right now. Oh, my 20 God. 20 years old. Okay, so we got Yankees, Clippers. We got Vikings next. What's up with that? That one's the loosest. That one's tough. Big Kirk Cousins guy? No, I hate him. Wish he would die tomorrow. But <laughs> oh No buffer wheel, though. Yeah. <laughs> 
I uh, my brother was the first one to start watching football. My older brother, he played a lot of Tecmo Super Bowl, in which the best player was a certain running back from the '80s, which you guys probably know. If not, Herschel Herschel Walker, yeah, who eventually made his way on the Vikings. I'd buy that. I looked up to my my older brother and said, "I'm gonna like that team," and that's it. I love it. And then the Caps, because you're from Virginia. And they're good. That's the last. Oh, yeah. Post Stanley Cup only. Strictly post post Stanley Cup. Strictly post. The closer Ovi gets to the record, the more I like that team. Oh, my God. All right, guys. Let's let's jump back on the rails here. What's St. Archer? How do you guys feel about St. Archer? I'm I'm a big fan. We talked about it. Tropical. Big Tom. Of all the IPAs you've drank, where would you rank St. Archer? Scale like one to ten. Yeah, one to ten. It's it's a strong. It's like a it's like a seven. Like a, a seven. good like a seven. Yeah, I would agree. I would say a seven as well. Jeej, what do you, what do you, what would you got? You got? I'll give the Saint Archer a seven point two. Got it. With Sculpin OG as the ten on the list. Okay, I like that. Big Tommy, you have a, you have a ten. What, what's your ten for reference? Oh man, modern times. If you guys have had that, Which modern one? times. Orderville. Yeah, Got it. That is a good one. I like that. Really good. Bonk. Give me Saint Archer, and then give us a reference for your your best of all. Uh, reference, uh, <clears throat> as I said on the show before, is Stone IPA. Um, the six point nine percent is at my ten, uh, and I like this. Is for all the female listeners. I apologize, but this is you're allowed to go point like decimal points once you go above <laughs> like a six. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. What do you mean apologize? You're giving back as well. I'm giving back. So. I'm gonna give it like a seven point five. It's, oh, it's, it's pretty the, good. Not yeah. where I was going with it. No, but like you, you can't give it a four point. I thought you were saying six point nine. I know. Oh, <laughs> oh, I thought that's what you were talking about. No, I'm talking about ranking women. Oh, oh. I thought you were just talking about women. And you felt <laughs> like bad what, for saying sixty. No, wow, I totally missed that one. Actually, you missed. I'll, I'll say you missed that one. Fab. You missed that one. I missed it. <laughs> Well, what was great is sitting over here, I saw it both happening. Like when he said uh, apologies, I'm like, I know where he's going with that one. You guys are like, oh, the why you're giving back. I'm like, I see where they're going with this. When's it going to happen? When are they going to discover uh, what each other are talking about? Um, mine would be a seven uh, for the uh, aforementioned IPA, the St. Archer. Yeah. I don't know if I have a 10. I'm an optimist. So I'm going to, uh, Elysian is, uh, the Space Dust is my high IPA, but I'd give that like a nine, nine, five, maybe. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, because okay. I'm, like I said, optimist. I don't think the 10.0 fab IPA has been created yet. Or you haven't tried it yet. Or I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. One of the two. Plenty so, of episodes left. Yeah. Keep searching. Yeah, we will. I love it. Are you guys ready to crack the next beer? Going with the Green Flash Tropical DNA Hazy IPA. So a little more cloudy. Let's crack them and drink them, boys. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> All over it's Big Tom's face. Great finish. Jeej, go ahead. See? <laughs> go ahead, crack. Wait, wait, we're not doing our third one no, yet? No, I was just doing that as my response to you. We, we haven't even drank our second ones yet. <laughs> I wouldn't say we. <laughs> the proverbial we. The, the royal we. Jeej, what does hazy mean regarding an IPA? So hazy refers to the how much the beer is filtered and in a regular IPA it's filtered so that it has some clarity uh when you pour it in a glass it's pretty clear it's not it still has color but it's clear yeah when you have a hazy IPA you have that cloudy hefeweizen look um ranging from whatever color and other things are in it like malty whatever they put in it but usually hazy is cloudy that's what they 
refer to unfiltered, if you will. Got it. What do you think of the the hazy like initial reaction? So, uh, I need to start doing a palate cleanser. I think. Yeah. I feel like a little piece of ginger or something. Are you saying the first taste was wasn't that the good? First sip was like, whoa, that is not good. Yeah. But the subsequent twelve sips <laughs> were uh, very good, and I thoroughly enjoyed the hazy I- DNA. DNA IPA, tropical DNA hazy IPA. Uh, I I like it. I'm I'm a fan, and I, I, after the first sip, definitely a lot better. I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, you gotta get the you gotta get the last beer's taste out of your mouth first because they mix, they clash, um, they don't necessarily complement each other. So yeah, I don't know if it's a testament to the Saint Archer because it was so good, needing a palate cleanser, or just you need some time to adjust. They're just different tastes. So yeah. you have to you, if you don't have a clear clean palate, then you're gonna have conflicting interests if you will i agree i agree all right um it's time you guys ready we're gonna throw something at some right we got big tom here i mean we gotta have a celebrity guest thrower got to got to big tom how's the arm feeling i need to get out of the way i don't want to get hit in the face well i mean it'd be fun to watch it's good i'm warmed up fresh off of tommy john (laughs) who's hitting the trash can Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what are you aiming for first? I like this. Where like where you're aiming for, and then where you actually hit. I'll be I'll be surprised if you even hit the board from where you are. <laughs> That's a long way away to flip a top. We've updated all of the locations we've done. So should we cap it? Make it heavier? No. Oh, cap it and yeah. Here, I'll make it one thing lighter. Does that does that help? What a total team player! Oh my god, those are gonna go everywhere. (laughs) Those are gonna go fucking everywhere. No, they're not. They're good. Rest in peace, four dollars. Like we got a we got a lot of real estate in the in the Lake Erie area. I don't want to get fab too excited about the opportunities. We we got a target. Send it. All right, I'll see what I can do. We got two spotters here. Oh. I go Madison, Wisconsin. It did not explode ever. Chicago? Evanston, Illinois. Chicago. I was, I was saying more north hmm. from my vantage. It was a double hit. Fab, what do we got, babe? It's a, a pretty large area was covered by the contact. Solid contact. Great throw, Big Tom. Thank you. All right, I've got a location. Madison, Wisconsin. Oh my god. That was a dead center. Center of mass, if you will, for the uh, the toss. <laughs> Precise. <laughs> well, Fab, before you start researching Madison, Wisconsin. Can't wait. Let's talk about something. Um, Go Badgers. Adam Scheffner just tweeted something. Do you see this? Uh, yeah, he tweeted about uh, Greg Robinson getting arrested for mm. 157 pounds of marijuana in his car <laughs> that a border patrol sniffing dog got. Not what I was talking about, but also equally hilarious. That's awesome. 157. That's a lot. That's a lot of marijuana. Yeah. I thought marijuana was legal. In some states. <laughs> what state was it in? Well, it was a federal agent who caught him. Oh, that's a mm. bummer. Yeah, apparently, he was driving from L.A. to like Texas or Louisiana, I think, and they caught him somewhere on Can't go 10. south with Marijuana. Doesn't it was mostly east. Doesn't marijuana normally go I mean, north? Into the south, I mean. Oh, into the it, south. The Bible Belt, the Bible if you will. Belt. That was poorly was Puritans. Worded, All right. No, what I was talking about really was Adam Schefter talking about the 17-game NFL season. Mm. Did you see what he just said, though, about the playoffs? Three preseason games, 
seven playoff teams per conference. There it is. 17 games. Where do you play the odd game out? They... Because you can't. I've heard a couple of takes on this. Yeah, (laughs) it's going to be an out of area game for both teams. Every team has to play one of those. Do it at like historic college stadiums, and that's what like the NFL's dream is to have Brady go back to the big house and play one game in Ann Arbor. Yeah. So that would be cool, and if they could do it against like try to establish a rival that is obviously is not in the division that the. those NFL teams might not normally play. Yeah. Something general. Cause like the bills always play the lions in a preseason game. Cause their founder, Ralph Wilson was from Detroit. So yeah, finding like whether it's a, the same rival that they'll then play every year or just matchups based on who the good teams are. Yeah. You know, essentially trying to create Sunday night football games. It would be cool, but I don't know the the way the 16 game schedule is right now. It just makes so much sense. It's on a great rotation and uh, it's, like very symmetrical, even in the same way with the playoffs. You know, six teams per conference, four division winners, two wild cards, two teams get a buy. In this case, only one team would get a buy. Yeah. So that's the big thing that Sheffield just tweeted was one team gets a buy. That's that's tough, right? And then you have three wild card games on Saturday, three on Sunday. So yeah. that's 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 a lot lead. of football. That is super elite. I'm all about that. I love wild that. Wild card weekend is so fucking fun. It's so much fun. Um, probably doesn't mean much. Normally they get smoked the next week, but it's fine. The, the winners uh, get smoked. What happened to Tennessee this Tennessee, year? Yeah. Uh, right. I said sometimes, sometimes. But what I don't like is the the fact that not doing these exhibition games for the preseason. I love that preseason get cuts down. But the when is the uh, Super Bowl played? Do you see that? It's later on. Right? The last week of February. Yeah. Yeah. So they want to play. They want to play the last Sunday in February is the Super Bowl. So they want to have the ratings because it's sweeps week, I guess, for the networks. So As if they need it. Like, well, I know, but like, it's more football. Oh, that just means the networks have to pay more to have the Super Bowl. Yeah, which right. And they're getting an extra week of games. Now, yep. I, I didn't see this. Is it one or two bye weeks? Two bye weeks. Two bye weeks, yeah. So yep. that's how they stretch it out all the way to the end of February. Absolutely. That's not necessarily a bad thing, though. No. You're, I, you're straight into conference tournaments, NCAA basketball. See, yeah, so, this whole no, shit I, we're doing right now. Honestly, us. like if they were gonna say if the players were firm, I'm like, no, we're not playing a 17th game. The easiest way for the NFL to do it would just be like, okay, well, everybody gets two bye weeks. That gives them another week of football. There's less games per week, but so that means that there's one less garbage one o'clock game for everybody to watch when you're only watching one game anyway. Yeah. It's gonna be a little harder on fantasy football owners. Like that's a huge deal. But think about us. Uh, yeah, think about yeah. us. NFL. Sometimes you really have to. Uh, yeah, deconflict two bye weeks. All How are you supposed to deconflict two bye weeks? A lot of waiver wire acquisitions. Unless you make the same teams have the same bye weeks. So like the, every week eight bye week team has week fourteen as a bye week also. Ooh. Oh. Now in the conversations, it's still that because there's the idea that each player can still only play sixteen games, which I thought was really interesting. I don't think that's on the table. I think it's still one of the owners said there'll be no difference in, I think it was Michael Bidwell, the Cardinals owner was like, there'd be no difference in injuries, which I, I don't believe, but you know, who knows? I, yeah. I the first of, guy who gets his ACL torn week 17 should just go up to Michael Bidwell and be like, Oh really? Yeah. How'd that work out? No, but I mean the amount of money I, I read $1 billion in revenue from just adding this. Yeah. And they're $1 also, billion gonna give more money to the players it's gonna go from like 47 to 48 and then if they take 17 games 48 and a half percent of revenue will go 
to the salary cap, so yeah. the players get billions more dollars. Which yeah. is if cool. some more money at medical, then I'm all for it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited. What do you guys feel? Huge human rights guy really cares. <laughs> Big time human rights guy. He wants to make sure that their 401ks are matching and vested and <laughs> the that they get lives, Medicare. Medicare. For, medi- not Medicare. Medi- medical. Medical. Yeah. For the rest of their lives. Yeah. I think it's good. I think less preseason is four is way too many for me. Preseason is absolute garbage. Garbage. I still Shouldn't watch even it. Shouldn't be a thing. I still bet on week three. No. Yeah, but you're – I mean, that's – yeah. I think I did full, too, full degen. I, I do too, <laughs> but God. Well, you, you add two extra weeks, so you add another a game, and then, you, and then you add a bye week. I, I'm a, I'm for it if they look out for the players, uh, cut down on random injuries, but and the two bye weeks also. It gives players more rest. And they're expanding rosters too. To what? To and Because you don't have the extra preseason so games. 53 to what? Let's say it's 55. I don't know, a couple okay. extra players or something. But, I mean, they're going to expand the rosters, which is nice. So you can get a couple extra kickers in there. Yeah, I mean, you have to, right? Specialist. Greg the leg. Tatum. So if you're, if you're a normal starter and you would never play more than a half of a NFL preseason game and they still add another game on top of that, injury-wise, your chances are exactly the same. Yeah, but okay. I, I agree. That's, that's fine if it's, if it's not going up. And I think the extra bye week does help. Yeah, like those nagging little injuries that build up over time, they have time to get it treated. Which I don't know if they can do that in one week, but you know, yeah, it might help. I don't know. It's interesting. Fab, you ready to start researching? I am. All right, do it, babe. Do you have a device <laughs> and some vas? <laughs> What'd you call it? Prem? Prem vas? Prelim vast. Okay, so you are last. I'm gonna have two questions. I need your locks of the week, and I have a question of I have a legitimate bet question for you at the end. Alright, this is for Big Tom and Bonk. Is Taysom Hill a quarterback of the future? No. Not even not even close. One hundred percent zero. Zero. Right? Zero. He is electric and you get goosebumps every time you see him come in the game because it's going to be one of two plays. It's going to be them trying to throw off a defense and then do some type of draw or something like that, or he's going to do some awesome wildcat, you know, run pass. I don't even know, flea flicker play. So why do the Saints, I agree, why do the Saints keep selling him and like he's going to be their quarterback of the future, right? So Drew Brees is coming back this year. Don Payton said the quarterback of the future is already on the roster. If that's the case, though, when Drew Brees got hurt, why did they start Teddy Bridgewater instead of Taysom Hill? I my question. One hundred percent agree. I think he meant Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater went five and zero. Taysom Hill has thrown. I'm wrong, but like twelve or something NFL passes at least a season, maybe less. Oh, yeah. And I think zero touchdowns. Right? Yeah. No, Teddy's got, got BDE guys. <laughs> Didn't Taysom throw? Me? No, Taysom threw a touchdown in the. He did playoffs. Well, what a, yeah, a I bomb. Think, he threw a bomb. I don't know if it's yeah. touchdown. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's thrown for a touchdown yet. And like Big Tom said, he's what twelve pass attempts in the NFL. He's I, out there as a gadget player. Most of the time, he takes a snap and then just runs with it in a wildcat. He yeah. was he had promised the Vikings, and he broke his leg. Which we see what that's doing to Alex Smith right now and other guys too. Yeah, so. he's an amazing athlete. Maybe not as big as Tebow, but a, probably a better athlete. But we've kind of seen this story before. Like that you. 
you have to fit the mold at some point, and he just doesn't. He hasn't. I, I absolutely agree. But he, I think he's under contract this year coming up, and I think he's in store for a payday for some dumbass team, which is kind of going to roll me into the next question is, which we talked about at the beginning of the show. Who's the first quarterback? No one's going to trade for Taysom Hill. I get that. I get that. Who's the first first quarterback to to start the dominoes? Who who's going where? Who's going where? So do you think this? I guess pre draft. This uh, free agents not free. The league year starts in March. Who who signs first? Once the league year starts, it's got to be Tom, right? I don't know how it's not. Big Tom? Tom? Uh, yeah, right? Let's go to our... As a fellow a, Tom. $30 million a season guaranteed uh, for a brand new stadium, brand new venue. Closer. I mean, the like West Coast or like pseudo West Coast thing, everybody tries to pitch that. I don't think that matters. He is he's, he has a global brand. You know, TV 12 is a thing. I don't think it matters where he plays, but... He doesn't care that Nevada doesn't have state income. He, he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Giselle makes more than him. He doesn't care about that. Yeah, but how do you go? They the Raiders are not a plug and play ready. They were, I no. think, eight and eight. Um, the Raiders, I think, were eight and eight. Tom Brady doesn't go. I mean, he he wants to go to a team. I would assume that is a pretty decent lock for an eleven to twelve regular season win team. Yeah. Right? Well, like, are you saying not the Raiders? Are you saying Vikings when they got rid of uh, what's his nuts for Kirk Cousins? They yeah. were an amazing team, and they didn't. They thought they were a quarterback away. Obviously yeah. not. But I mean, more like Tennessee. I mean, yeah. I know that. I, I, I know would. that uh, Gigi loves Ryan Tannehill, but um, they're clearly they were nine and seven, but they have so much potential. Best running back in the NFL right now. Yeah, right now, maybe not Meow. for long. But I, that's the running back, by the way. Good luck this year. I mean, you had a great year, right. but good luck next year. Yeah, that's best running back for one year. Yeah, that's like the last. 15 best running backs of the year. I'm going to say he's going to best running back for three years. He's got two more I, years. I best. give him more of a shot just because he's not a speedster and he can just crush humans <sighs> with his size. But Did you say crush humans with his size? Yeah. That's hot. I Similar think that, that's going to wear on him, though, pretty quick. Yeah. He's going to break down very soon. Well, is a bigger guy going to break down faster than a smaller guy? I don't think so. I think he has more bulk to help him. More more muscle, but mass. he's taking a huge pounding at week after week, Cheech. <laughs> week after week, pounding, just getting pounded. But you don't, you okay. have a good point, Fab. Okay, so, Derrick Henry has a. We're kind of in a consensus. One year, two year window, two more years at this level. What's Tom Brady's window? Well, that, in two years, I and mean, that's what he's looking at. The Raiders are not ready to. They're not going to go from eight to thirteen wins. Well, they're offering him thirty mil a year, which is not what he deserves. I, he's old. He deserves less. You're correct. Did, did you see what uh, they do have a lot of draft capital too? Drew Brees was offered by the Cardinals a couple years ago when he first hit free agency, like five million dollars over a year, and he used that to his advantage. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm looking at other. He didn't give a shit what a team was were offering him. He was gonna stay in New Orleans 100 percent all the time. Do you think Tom Brady is using this as like negotiation tactic to finally get paid? No, I don't think so. He doesn't. He doesn't care about money. He's going to stay in Boston. One hundred percent. I think he's going to stay in Boston. But it's fun to think about. But why not just say I'm staying in Boston? Because he's got to get another like UG deal, and so it's a negotiation tactic. Yeah, is what I'm is, saying. But yeah. he just wants to get his face out there more in the media. Yeah, his brand. There's no like, such thing as bad publicity. Said, yeah, is what you're exactly. saying? Okay, I got you. It's a hearts and minds thing for him. He wants people to. He wants. 
it's like a jaded girlfriend who doesn't walk out on you or something like that. He wants he wants the Boston fans to know that he's that he could have left and he's not going to. You know, ah, man, so. I just think the, the actual fans would do anything for him. Uh, One hundred. I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird play for me to watch this like unfold because thirty million is not in, in my mind not going to do it when a Russell Wilson or a uh, Jared Goff is making more than you. Are you fucking well, kidding me? I don't want to. I don't want to jump the domino here. Cowboys don't pay Dak. Take Tom Brady to Ooh. Dallas. Pay him maybe a touch less. Don't have to pay him forty million. Hey, your boy said that. Colin Cowherd oh, yeah. he said that. Cowherd. Threw that out two months ago. Yeah. Yep. Um, so domino number one. So if, okay. So if the consensus, the, the majority or the the Vegas odds are that is that TB twelve stays in New England. If he stays, does do the dominoes not fall? I, they have to. Some there's point. so many variables here. I think as washed as Philip Rivers is, he's got to go somewhere. He's gonna go somewhere. Yeah. He's gonna get signed by someone, a contender most likely that thinks they're one quarterback away. Um, there's big game Jameis out there, a <laughs> oh, uh, future Hall of Famer big game that you can potentially get at a deal at thirty mil a year uh, for thirty years, for the thirty for thirty for thirty for thirty. <laughs> Quad thirty, the quad thirty, um, ultra. I, I don't think Tom Brady is necessarily the guy to make this happen because he's he's going to be a fucking patriot till he retires. That's just what's going to happen. I, I I agree with you. I think I think he's going to stay, but I think he might be the first one to sign with the Patriots. All right, they made me a deal. That's fine. But who who's the next big guy? I think that it's not the big. He is a big guy, but I think that one. It's kind of behind the scenes that's going to start the movement. Is not as big as Tom Brady because I think he's going to stay. I think it's Cam Newton. I think the Carolina Panthers are going to move off Cam, and yeah. then it's just going to start and it's going to slowly ramp up. Yeah, teams will get more greedy or more not greedy, desperate. So right. these t- these quarterbacks start coming off the board, and you're um. Maybe Redskins, who knows how they're feeling about Haskins. I'm not sure, but like your Chargers and your other teams are like, oh my God. The Raiders, they I don't think they like Derek Carr. I think they're going to be starting. John Gruden hates Derek Carr. I think they are going to be desperate. And I think these paychecks for these quarterbacks that don't deserve it are going to go through the fucking roof very quickly. And then you're going to see five, I think, five quarterbacks in the draft come off the board in the first round. Yeah. And I think they're going to be. Some trades. I, I called this a couple weeks ago. I said four to five quarterbacks. You guys questioned me. I think they're gone. Did we question you about them all going in the first round, or did we say it's not going to be five in like the first ten picks? I said four to five in the first ten picks. That's yeah, that's little, not happening. That's not going to happen. I think it. I not I, in the first ten picks. Depending on how free agency. Absolutely not. I think how the <laughs> not going to happen. Lock of the century. Maybe in the first Ooh, round, but not Brad's, in Brad's the first a, ten picks. LOTC. Lotsy. I'm going to cut all this. I don't sound bad later. <laughs> and then I'll re-put it into another podcast. Brad later. is fired up. He's uh, fired up. I'll have, to, I'll have to see what I said. But I think probably 10 picks is what I said. But I think it could happen. I think you get at least four in the first 10. I think it's a lock to get three in the first six. That is a lock. He said, Gigi said that. So I'm stealing that. Sorry, Gigi. Don't patent your shit. It's fine. Um, I remember saying And then it, the so other cool. two are going to be between 12 and 24. And the only reason I think he might be right, Fab might be right, is because if, if the free agency, everyone kind of gets their guy, they think they're, you know, they're selling as their guy, they're not going to reach. But if someone doesn't get their guy, Raiders or someone, they're, you're going to see a desperation move up 
into some stupid position and give up a whole bunch of capital, in my opinion. I don't think the Raiders do that this year. Because they have to, they have to give up a lot of draft. Because they're what are they? Probably they're, middle first round. Yeah, they're in a position to move up. Let's say they're nineteen or twenty. They could move up. They to, could pick Herbert or something. But Google. They're not getting Tua. You think giving up? Oh no! I multiple picks. I think Herbert's gone quick. I think Tua's gone. Obviously, very. I think quickly. the Chargers move up to three to get Tua. Trade with the Lions. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that. Yeah, um, but I, I honestly don't think that many quarterbacks going to go strictly because. There's never been a time where this many elite quarterbacks are available in free agency. Yeah, I, that's, that's the, I agree with you. And that's, that's why the draft picks, I don't think, is going to happen. Your 5 and 10 is not going to happen. But 4 to 5 <laughs> and 10. Raiders, hedging, hedging. Raiders 19. Yeah, there's no chance. Hog, can you say who? So, on the consensus, Dak will get overpaid. TB12 will get overpaid. Yes. Who are the other free agent quarterbacks, you think? Not just trade or leaving, but will sign and get overpaid. Oh, I mean, obviously, Phillips. Rivers, yeah, one hundred percent. I think, uh, I think uh, Cam Newton is going to get Jameis. James. <laughs> I don't know why you guys are laughing. He got LASIK. He's going to be fucking dialed. I already bet on MVP this year, plus thirty three hundred. Lock it in. Oh, we have um, conflicting MVPs. My, so, my Kyler Murray bet's not looking good anymore. <laughs> GG has two favorite players. Uh, one of them is famous Jameis, and he tightens up. I think Tannehill has just earned himself a paycheck. Tannehill's going to get paid. Tannehill's going to get paid. Overpaid. Not by Over, the, not by the Titans. For sure. I don't yeah. think. No. Well, he's not a free agent this year, is he? I don't think so. Uh, my bad. Yeah. But whatever. I, I honestly think Jameis is going to if he stays at Tampa, he's going to get paid. If he doesn't stay in Tampa, I think he might go to a team like the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. Is Andy Dalton the And I will be become a fucking he? Vegas Raiders fan so fast. You won't it, even. Andy Dalton have one more year? Or is he Are you talking about the Red Rocket? Yeah. That yeah. dude fucking sucks. He's like the dick that comes out of a penis of a dog. <laughs> it's so terrible. <laughs> the dick that comes out of a penis. That's penis inception. You know what I mean. Um, and I need to correct dicks. myself. The Ra- Raiders have 19 and 12. Oh. Oh, man. Someone wants to fucking come crawling back. No, no, it's fine. They're still not drafting a court. They're not going to draft. They're going to waste a bunch of draft picks. What? Draft no, they're going to. No, they're a free agent. They're not going to. Yeah, was that a they're sure? get a quarterback. No. It's free agent. Free agent. They're a free agent. No, I, I, I agree. I'm just saying, if if it doesn't come down to it and people sign or stay, there are going to be teams that are desperate. I don't think the Raiders are one of them, but they could be. John Gruden. There's way too Mel- much other talent at the top of the draft, yeah. like Chase Young, Ceedee Lamb, Jerry Judy. Those guys are going to. Chase go. Young is gone at two. Right. And so I'm saying all those other guys are going to go top 10. Oh, man. There would be a real redskin move to, to pick two first-round quarterbacks back-to-back. It would be a real Arizona Cardinals move. But we you, look at, you look at the NFL, you, there's so many teams with second- or third-year quarterbacks and then guys that are at the end of their careers, a la Rivers, Brady, that are in free agency now. There's not a whole lot of teams that need – there's some teams that probably should draft a quarterback, but they're – Probably going to give their guy another year. And then you have the Chargers who are going to move up and draft a quarterback. But there's not a whole lot of teams that are going to give up everything to get a draft, to move up in the draft, in my opinion. But yeah. that could be completely wrong. We'll see. It's but exciting. I think there's one anomaly to your argument, Gigi. The Lions are sitting there at three, and they have the one guy that's exactly halfway through his career. He's like eight, nine years, Stafford. 
2009. He graduated. Had to look this up earlier. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, and he has a losing record. I, I actually like Matt Stafford. I, I don't think they're going to draft a quarterback. What if no they way. take a quarterback at three, and then the Dolphins have to take a Herbert at five? I think the Lions take Tua. I think the Lions take Tua. I think the Dolphins take Herbert. And I think then you have my scenario coming up where someone has like, holy shit. I think whoever goes to Indiana, Jacoby Brissett is going to leave and will be a starting quarterback before next season's over. Guaranteed. I don't think he'll... He's going to go to the Browns, and he will start over Baker Mayfield oh, in week nine. That's a hot take. It's that's a hot take. Wait, happen. who's starting over Baker? Jacoby Brissett. Absolutely. <laughs> zero <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I He's think from the zero. Belichick coaching as, as much as I want to hate on, as much as I want to hate on Baker, he had Freddie fucking Kitchens as as his head coach last yeah. year, and he had a different head coach before then. Like, he I think need, he's had three offensive coordinators in two years or something stupid. Yeah. Like some. No, he's had three head coaches in two years. Yeah, three head coaches in two years. How stupid is that? It's ridiculous. But Baker, give him all the shit you want, but I think if he gets a solid coaching staff in there to develop, I think it'll be fine. But they're not not fucking trading for Jacoby Brissett this year to start him in week nine against the fucking – He's going to start this season. (laughs) Lock it. Hey, mark it down. Five quarterbacks in the first ten picks – also, Brissett in the in Cleveland starting. He's not going to start the beginning of the season. No, no, he'll, he will, he'll, he'll start by over. the end of the year, yeah. of course. Yeah. All right, uh, before we wrap this up here, Jeege, give me your locks of the week, and then I have a, a bonus question I want to ask you on the spot for a bet. So stand by for the Jeege lock of the week. Are you, you're you're okay, or the Jeege, the Jeege, the Jeege. Ding 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 ding. All right. So, a big XFL guy. Um, I've been singing the praises of the unders for the last two weeks, and it's worked out well. Six and two, last two weeks. I have I really haven't bet anything else, which is pathetic because college basketball is heating up. I haven't bet oh, a yeah. single game, but uh, I'm gonna go back to the well. Not picking unders, but XFL. I'm going Houston Roughnecks, seven point favorites against the Tampa Bay Vipers. And then I got the D.C. Defenders, eight-point favorites against the L.A. Wildcats. Both teams playing away, but they have outscored opponents by roughly mid-20s each in two games. And then the two teams they're playing have been outscored by their opponents by mid-20s. So Makes sense. They've lost big, and they've won big. So the spreads I don't think match yet. I think it should be double-digit for both. So I like the favorites, the road favorites in XFL this week. Hammer it. All right, so real quick. Over, under, Astros batters hit by pitches. You have $1,000. A stranger gave you $1,000. You have to bet it one way. What is it, 83 and a half? Yeah, it's 83 and a half. How many times is an Astros batter hit by a pitch this year? You have $1,000, not your money, someone else's. Well, I might bet my own money on this bet. But I've thought about this, and I, I'm going against the general public, I think. I'm going under, and I'll tell you why. Okay. The MLB has already come out and said you cannot throw at the Astros. Like, it's not going to be tolerated. You're not going to peg every single batter that walks to the plate. So I think the umps are going to be on their game as soon as someone throws at Bregman or Altuve. They're fucking gone. Like, first pitch, if it's anywhere near them, they're going to be kicked out. Yeah. And unless these teams are willing to 
put in relievers to start the game just to throw at these guys, I think it's it's a detriment to their team trying to win the game. So I honestly think it's going to go under, and I don't even think it's going to be close. Really? I I agree. Hearing your argument I, makes me turn my uh, you know my thought process on that because I was going to hammer the over, but you're right. The, the MLB has said, like, we are going to kick you guys out of this game. No if ands are. There's not going to be any tolerance for it. It's yeah. not they're not going to have free reign to peg Astros players as much as every fan wants them to, minus Houston fans. Yeah. I, they're not going to do it. They can't do it. They're going to get their starters kicked out in the first inning and then well, who you're going to long relievers for the rest of the game, yeah. decimating your bullpen for the whole series. Like it doesn't make any sense for them to do that. So I don't think I think it's going to go under and not you know I don't know. I, don't, I haven't looked at season totals for hits batsmen. I think it's probably around 70 to 80 typically per yeah, team. The high being like 95, I think. Yeah, so yeah. it's not like 83.5 is not outrageous, outrageously high. I just think it's going to be under because I think managers are going to be like, do not – I know you want to, but don't peg these dudes. Yeah. You're just going to get kicked out. Yeah. I think the Astros' whole season will be a circus. Every away game is going to be a circus. They're definitely going to have the highest away attendance of any team. I'm pretty, other than maybe the Cubs and Yankees and Red Sox, but they'll definitely have a very high away attendance. It'll be must see TV. I think honestly, it will be like the signs that people will make, the creativeness. It's going to be really fun to watch. I agree I don't know. completely. Yeah. All right. What do you guys think of the uh, the last beer we just drank? What was it? The Green Flash Tropical Jesus. Hazy DNA IPA. I liked it. I think it's pretty damn tasty. Once, but, once I got past the initial taste, sorry, I cut you off there. Yeah, you can taste the haze. <laughs> taste the haze. Absolutely. No, but for real, like I, for real, stupid. Uh, but really though, like honestly, I think it's a really good beer. It, um, I don't know. It didn't really remind me of a palm tree as the Saint Archer Tropical. Big Tom, what do you feel about it? I think it falls. I think it falls short. Of the St. Archer, and that might be an unpopular opinion here. Um, no. Give me your uh, quick rank it rank it on the scale of one to ten. That's a that's a hard five. Hard five. Ooh, still low. still doable. Still doable. Yeah. No one. <laughs> I I agree with Big Tom. I, I would give it a six, but I, I like the the St. Archer was really pretty solid. I agree. So I think my palate's gotten a little soft because I used to be against hazy IPAs, but I found this one tasty and now going against my initial opinion i'm gonna give it a 6.9 oh <laughs> i knew well my first one was 7.2 this is a little below that so the logical number would be 6.9 obviously fab what do you got i like it i think it's actually just a hair better than the saint archer i'm gonna go 7.1 the, the dissenter <laughs> you have to have one <laughs> you gotta have one i'm writing a lot of opinions over here all right <laughs> I'm a 6.5 guy. I like it, but it's not my favorite. Uh, but it did. I, maybe it's because I had the St. Archer first. Maybe if I swapped them, it'd be different. I don't know. I was going to say, the guava's definitely going to have a strong reaction because you're either going to love it or it's, hate it. It's all getting... <laughs> you want us to crack them? All right. Let me, let me, let me get another one to crack. <laughs> all right, this is all going to be. Utah, end. give me two. I'm think, oh, Utah, give me two. I think it's going to come out that we did these in the wrong order. I think it's going to be, at the end of the day, swap the other... Just... I don't. I don't know what this is going to taste like. I can assume that it's going to be yeah. not good. Yeah. Oh, yeah I'm still going to drink it yeah. all. <laughs> don't give me that. So to provide the oh, go ahead. You know what? It's crack time, isn't it? It's crack time, guys. Let's do some crack. You guys ready to crack? Let's do some crack. 
Oh, no, oh, not that. Crack. That's I cocaine. Want crack shack. You smoke crack. It's kind of like the bubbles at the, the beginning of the episode. It sounds like it's a bong hit. It's supposed to be bubbles of a beer. I wanted to. I'm really sorry that my Google machine was not working as fast as I wanted it to work. But to provide the context of the 83 and a half, the Cleveland Indians have the record for most hit by pitches by one team. 2008, they were hit 103 times. And the last five years, there's been nine teams that have gone over 83 and a half. So, so it's, oh, it's not. It's high. Hammer the under. It's high. Well, I wouldn't say hammer the under. That's not my lock of the. No, yeah, well, it's not my lock of the year. But this it's a free year there's going to be two teams that go over eighty three and a half. So is it Astros going to be one of them? Oh, I'm saying averages saying that that's going okay. To so happen. if two teams go over, I think it's the Yankees because everyone hates them, and hopefully the Padres so we can get on base. Oh, look at that a little Homer action. That's there. a hope bet. <laughs> I love it. Well, uh, rapid reaction. I want to get fab because I saw some. It smells like some kind of chocolatey mint thing, like either Girl Scout cookie thin mints or mint chocolate chip ice cream. I'm not sure, but there's chocolate and mint scents in there. I haven't even tasted it yet, but I don't like that. What's the little mint they put on your hotel? Uh, yeah, that's what it is. It's an, an Andes. Andes mint. It's that's an Andes. 100% what it is. I knew. Th- yep, yes. that's it. I knew it. Andy's mint. That's like, what it smells like. I haven't tasted it either, but it smelled like an Andy's mint. Yeah. I'm, Which, not what I was expecting for guava IPAs. But you're uh, still going to eat it, right? You go to your hotel. I'm like, I don't. Actually, I pass on the Andy's mint. You I'm pass? not. Yeah. Not a mint chocolate guy. Fab's passing on the guava islander. That's fine. I'll okay. Another word well. for me and Ball. <laughs> I will taste it. I'm not going to guarantee that I enjoy it, but I will taste it. He's a sip guy, not a chug guy in this one, probably. Oh, no. <laughs> I guess you would be a chug guy. but Beep. Anyway, don't just stare at her ass. Eat it. <laughs> uh, it tastes like an Andy's Thin Mint too. This is no, 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 no. no you guys no. take another sip. All right, beer number three. We've introduced it, right? I don't remember. No, uh, no, uh, we have no, not. we have not. Jeej, what's beer number three? It is the CBC Coronado Brewing Company Guava Islander Tropical IPA. So I'm sure you've had the Islander IPA, the yeah. normal Islander once or twice. IPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a member of the Mug Club, pretty solid beer. This is, gives a little uh, twist with guava, and we'll see how everyone feels about it. Let's do it. All right, guys. Uh, Fab, you ready? Where, where we got again? We got Madison, Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. Home of the University of Wisconsin Badgers. Go Badgers. Is, this, is that a theme? Is that a theme? <coughs> uh, no, it's not. We haven't done this in a while. Let, let's, let's guess a theme. Because we've had... Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take that off the table. Zero mentions of... Uh, the University of Wisconsin Badgers, other than like one guy being like, I was wearing a Wisconsin jacket. Like, my, no shit. My question is, everyone knows, everyone's been, was in Texas at some point, right? Bucky's? Is that a thing in Wisconsin? I don't know. Gas where station? You, I love Bucky's. No, I fucking love Bucky's, but like, <laughs> it's also a weird squirrel badger thing. If it's in Wisconsin, mm. that's going to be a theme. That's okay. my opinion. If it's that's... not in Wisconsin, then ignore it. I've never been there. Okay. I'm going to talk. No I'm, Bucky's. Tight. I'm not going to go Walmart. That's a low-hanging fruit. I'm going to go Home Depot. Weird. Okay? That's just weird. It's off It's off the cuff. Go. All right. It's going to be livestock. Wait, cattle. sex with livestock? Something with livestock, beef, sausage, something around that realm. So let's say meat or well, the process of that. Okay. That's, that's low-hanging fruit. I feel like you need to pick a location. Like saying it's going to be about beef and 
stuff. I don't want to say slaughter. Theme, theme yeah, is, could be yeah. geography oh, or. Okay. I'm, I yeah. misinterpreted. I misinterpreted. Because yeah. saying it's going to be about yeah. beef and meat curtains and. You, stuff me, in my slaughterhouse. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fucking obvious. That's going to happen. Yeah. Bonk. I'll Give show me. you USDA Prime. <laughs> my theme is going to be. Um, so one of. like we've, A few themes have been tool. Yeah. Uh, somehow shovel and snow. Like, come. Come. <laughs> Clear my driveway. I, I think you won because Fab is dying right now. That was a long period. Yeah, of time. come come plow my driveway. Yeah. That's my theme. That's, okay. I needed Fab's help there. And and that let's start misconnections. All right, uh, from Greater uh, Madison, Wisconsin. This one's from Baraboo. Ladies, let's talk about dot dot dot. Let's talk about the things you like, the things you want, and why you're not getting it. Discreet. Ooh. Yeah. Not a misconnection, but very um, to the point. I can give you what you're not getting. So come to me, right? Right. That's, that's a good it's alpha maybe. male. That's an yeah, alpha Let's talk move. about it. What was he offering, like, uh, mental health services? Or- <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, like, uh, Lucy from Peanuts is, like, five cents for psychiatric <laughs> help. The best part is the girl's like, I'm going to get plowed. She shows up and he's like, yeah, you can cry on my shoulder. Lay down She's on this sick. couch. Lay down on this couch. Yeah. She's like, that's not a casting the... couch. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one is exchanged looks at Woodman's East. We were passing by each other in the frozen food section on Monday evening, and I could not help but take a second look at you, and you looked back and smiled. I got to get over some shyness as I was caught off guard to get a smile from a cutie. I'm the tall, lean not skinny, with cap on. Tell me what you are wearing, and I hope you see this. Would love to talk over coffee slash drink. How big is not skinny? Hum, no, it's a humble brag. He's lean, not skinny. Not skinny. So he's oh, muscular. Muscular. Yeah. He's a humble brag. Low body oh, fat. Yeah. Boo, yeah. boo this man. Yeah, boo this man. With a cap man. on. Uh, what a with the cap on, probably a flat brim, right? Oh, wait, with the, with well, the big holographic know. sticker on the bottom? I don't know what Wisconsinites. Wisconsinites? <laughs> Madisonites? I don't know what they wear. Madisonians? Madisonians. What are they into? As I feel good. like they're into like... As opposed to the Jeffersonians? I'm really... I feel like they're into like the deep, deep curvature John Deere trucker hat. Mm, like yeah. With the fish hook in it and little tears it, It'd be nice bill. to hear back from a Madisonianite. Do we know one? I know. I know a lot. Yeah? Maybe you can get some uh, some feedback for some uh, cap preferences. Because that's, that's a big deal. I'm on it. <laughs> all right uh, this one's the best so i'm gonna save it for last yes remind me. Oh. all right the uh, briefly met early october hoping to meet again madison you are a silver slash gray-haired man i am a woman also graying we were both at the store and i noticed you were on your phone and speaking in a different language i also noticed you are very nice looking slash handsome I continued on with my shopping and then was at the checkout i went to my vehicle and got in and there you were standing outside my window we chatted for a bit. I wish we could have exchanged numbers. What did you tell me you were looking for? And also, how long did you say you had been divorced? I do not want to talk to anyone but the man I met. I wow. I don't understand this one because they clearly you know, broke through that barrier of shyness that everyone yeah. complains about. And were talking to each other. And they did it outside the grocery store. So after they interacted, how did they not exchange numbers if they were interested? Do you think they didn't kick it off? So... They, they smiled, got to the car. Didn't the man or whoever came up to the window? Didn't they didn't kick it off? And he was like, uh, "I'm done." I, don't, I mean, if he because 
it reads like a horror story. Like she gets into her car, she looks and boom, there he is standing there, you know? <laughs> yeah, but then she says she has a conversation. Right. And she's the one reaching out to him. That's what yeah. I'm saying. He I, walked himself up to her car window. So you would think that he's interested. It sounds like we got two very interested parties like, looking to get a deal made. Be normal humans. And, yeah. Well, that's why know. I said maybe they didn't, maybe he thought they didn't kick it off. So he's, they're talking. He's like, ah, never mind. This is Did, not for me. Not clicking. Yeah, they're both so graying. I mean, they have life experience. We're not <laughs> talking about spring chickens. Here. Not much left, but well, they have. Yeah. I think he needs his balls reattached. Uh. This is <laughs> uh, nut up or shut up. All right, Come on. Uh, Madison as well. Looking for Jim Pitt. Please help me. Please help me. I'm looking for a guy from the late 80s, early 90s. He was renting a barn on the far west side of Madison from an older lady at the time. He was seeing a guy named David who works at UW Hospital. I don't know if that is a spelling of his last name. Jim had half a finger of because a horseback riding incident. Please, any info on him would be great. I have not. I have been looking for a long time. I need to know he is okay and healthy. I miss him, and I have a lot to say. Last time I saw him was Xmas Eve at my apartment in Madison. I would be willing to give a word for liable info on him. Thanks and please. So, so this is not a. I don't know what this is, but this is just a concerned citizen for a guy. I thought we were going to say Huge Johnson with well, the name. I thought there was going to yeah. be an awesome name. Or yeah, with like Jim Pitt. Yeah, Jim Pitt. That's kind of not sure on the spelling though. Here it's spelled P I T T. Oh my God! I heard a different thing. I thought. You said like a gym pit, like a gym, like G-Y-M. Oh, oh like, like a ball pit, pit like McDonald's. Like, the fuck? And then there's multiple names starting out with someone lost a finger. And I, was like, I, yeah. I lost that story All pretty right. quickly. I don't want to deep dive that one. That's All gross. Right. We'll, uh, we'll move on. But yeah, Jim uh, Pitt, he was seeing a guy named David, and Jim had half a finger because of a horseback riding incident. Mm. This all happened 30-plus years ago. Sure. All right. <laughs> oh, those times at your house in Paoli. And Paoli. Lazy but not hazy. Carefree. Everything we wanted and then not quite. Lots of water past the Paoli mill since then. I think of you often. I hope you are well. This uh, followed the standard haiku yeah, that's, format. That's haunting, as Bubbles would say. Yeah. Lots of water past the Paoli mill since then. I think that's like a Wisconsin way of saying many moons ago. You know? Yeah. I'm imagining this is some kind of mill with a water wheel that the You're stream is driving paoli p-a-o-i-l-i so I, that's right i i was like peyote the, yeah the not peyote like the yeah. western native american okay drug. this then is never mind. i don't know what's now it might be pronounced paoli or but i'm just calling it peyote because i got haven't it, been to it. greater madison uh but yeah there's a water mill then and a lot of water has run past it since they met or what, what do you, used to hang out what do you guys think three beers two sends fab and big tom out to madison to do some some research because i feel some like we don't know what's boots happening on here. the ground yeah we're there <laughs> just hit the streets we'll get answers we'll to, find out where peyote is maybe maybe bring some peyote to yeah. peyote and then we'll mix it up it'll be a nice mashup <laughs> i thought a podcast will be reading our misconnections five years from now. <laughs> don't just don't get like stuck at a little Caesars though. Oh, you know that Whoa. could be your lawyer dicey. might not uh, or free pizza. You might get. You got to look out for the homeless people in front of us. Little Caesars, <laughs> they like to talk. All right, uh, Midvale Book Club at Pancake House. You were at the book club meeting at the Pancake House, blonde with gray sweater, facing the windows. You looked nervous because I was staring at you, or you were just nervous. Not sure. Me, older guy with my son and my ex eating breakfast. Nice. Me wish. 
Me wishing I had a I had a chance to have breakfast with you. Anyway, you were on my mind the whole time from when you first walked in. So I'm the creeper with my kid and my ex, and yeah. uh, I'm staring at you. My ex? It's literally his girlfriend yeah, or his wife. wife. He's not. His, <laughs> it's his ex in his mind. Yeah. But it's yeah, a my soon to be ex. Yeah, my soon to be ex. Uh, you looked like you looked like you were creeped out a little bit. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's because I, I was staring at you. <laughs> Also, joke. Pancake House, for those that don't know, is the shitty off-brand Waffle House, I feel, oh. right? Oh, I was picking IHOP. I don't know. Or IHOP. What is it? No, it's... No, there's a, a like Richard Walker's famous Pancake House, I think, is a I brand. And then there's another one that's called like Pancake House. Oh, got it, got it. I don't know. But, yeah, assuming a breakfast place. It's the northern branch of the Waffle House. Got it, got it, got it. Empire. You know, that was giving me my second guess for a theme. <laughs> <laughs> the pancake. <laughs> Stupid. That's amazing. That is so fucking creepy. That is yeah. so bad. And then he goes on the internet and he puts it to the world. That's amazing. She was really feeling him at that point. I would love to see. Actually, I would really hate to see. But the, the video footage of the pancake house. And this dude just is he like rubbing his nipples with some oh. like syrup and looking at her. Clamping up. <laughs> Clamp, clamp. Jeez, I can't look at when you're grabbing your tits like that. <laughs> I can't do it. What was he doing with the side of sausage? We don't really want to go. Do it. It's gone. It's a magic trick. All right. <laughs> now you see it. Now. <laughs> it's just nasty. Disappearing trick. <laughs> All right. This one is from Monroe Street in Madison. We met years ago during a football game at the Irish pub on Monroe Street. You, a lovely California girl, and I was the delusional scallywag. Both of us were separated at the time. We should reconnect if you are still around and interested. I, it's tough for her to know. Like, How many scallywags did she meet like that year? You know. So is he like the guy from Dodgeball? Like He's just a pirate? He just rolls up <laughs> on his uh, <laughs> hover-around Steve, Steve the pirate? Steve, yeah. Steve the pirate, yeah. Oh. Yar. Uh, <laughs> that one, I like that one. That is a very long shot misconnection. That's wholesome, though. Yeah. It's, wholesome. It's, very, it's not like I'm staring at you with my wife and kids. <laughs> it happened years ago. Two years? Years. It doesn't even say two. It, I, I would imagine more than I, that. I would say five plus. Yeah. Fab, would you agree? I would agree. Yeah, Based on my plus. extensive knowledge of misconnections. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one's from Manona. Nice lady at Walmart. Would like to find the nice 40-ish lady with big curves I talked to at Walmart. I was wearing a camo hat. See, I said Home Depot. I said I should have said Walmart, but I'm going to go with Home Depot. I'm a little upset about myself. But, I mean, that's there's not much to go not much to go on there. He's wearing a camo hat. Shocker. Yeah. Talking to a curvy lady. <laughs> upset at the <laughs> century. In the Midwest. Yeah. Wow. At a Walmart. <laughs> yeah. How many replies does it get from like like legitimate girls that <laughs> thousands? This <laughs> happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> He's casting a wide net. Yeah. This one's from Wanaki. Hot stuff at KT. Held the door for you as you were holding a strawberry milk and diet Dr Pepper fountain drink. We made eye contact as you ate an entire shelled peanut. I don't. I didn't know that was a thing, and I'm in the weeds on this. I would like to inquire more as I feel I've been doing it wrong and don't even know it. I'm lost. Please find me. What? Oh, you, you've never she ate just like popped a sh- the, She popped a whole shell peanut in her and mouth. I, I was very confused at first, yeah, too. Yeah, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, but I've done that. So, yeah. I've done that, too. Person of interest holding a strawberry milk and a diet 
Dr. Pepper fountain drink. How do you know it was diet, by the way, if it was a fountain drink? He creeped on her while she poured it. He, he tasted it. He's a worker. There. He tasted it. <laughs> he was definitely oh, watching her. he's a clerk. Well, it said held the door for you. So you would think another customer anyway. But, but yeah, we made eye contact out. as you ate an entire shelled peanut. That's that's strange. Who hasn't I mean, done that? But like I, while you're sober, I haven't done a whole. Sh- I've probably chewed it open, but I've never swallowed it. Like just like a sunflower oh. seed. I don't well, swallow. then you know she swallows. So I don't that's swallow. Good. She does, so that's good. <laughs> God. All right, but that's you haven't eaten a whole fucking peanut and sh- I, swallowed. I've, I've swallowed a peanut, and then I'm the like, whole cut. shell. <laughs> I've You've obviously it. swallowed like a, a food. I have not swallowed. No, but dip. like the the shell of the peanut. Right. I've done. I've, I've popped the whole thing in your mouth. When I was seven, and I was learning how to. Yeah, whatever. But you I weren't mean, buying gas like at a gas were, station. When, when you first started to learn how to chew sunflower seeds, didn't everyone at the first time just put them all in their mouth yeah, and yeah. chew them? No, I've done that before. I'm thirty. I still peanut do shells no. are very thick. It's fiber. Right. I probably thick with two C's. <laughs> right. Not like dick. With well, a CK. It could be dick, D-I-C-C. With two Cs. <laughs> yeah. a, thick, a thick dick. A thick dick. Is a thick dick just spelled with multiple Cs? Exactly. Un- well, unknowable? Ask, ask Hog. What, how do you spell your dick? It's pathetic. With two Cs. <laughs> <laughs> Off the rails. All right. That just All right. Uh, this one is from January 15th. Girls at Nielsen Tennis. To the pair playing singles on court eight around 4 p.m., you were both very good at tennis. I was the beardest man stud on court nine. Would love to play sometime if you go easy on me. P.S. I'm a grad student for a semi-lucrative STEM career. Oh, my wow. God. What a, what a retreat from a humble brag. <laughs> it's only semi-lucrative. <laughs> semi-lucrative. <laughs> He's just a grad student for it. Yeah. So he doesn't even have a job yet. Oh. He doesn't even have a job in this semi-lucrative field that he's going for. He is, he is a self-defined man stud, though. Is he trying for both of the girls at the same time? I think so. He wants <laughs> to play tennis with both of them. What a shot. Hey, I mean, this sounds like the kind of guy who might have a corner apartment with a fountain view. Maybe uh, a waterbed that he bought with no financing. Unlimited laser printing bennies, dude. He can print as much as he wants. We've had some weird dudes... <sighs> You know, on these misconnections, this is the biggest douchebag that I think we've. Can we fun. can we get like a soundbite, like biggest douche award? He's gonna be three hundred thousand dollars in student debt, but he's only gonna have a semi lucrative job. It's so only semi lucrative. How much are you making semi lucrative? I'm yeah, guessing thirty k in Wisconsin a year. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking semi lucrative in Wisconsin. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like. Because it says STEM. If it was, you know, software engineering or some kind of coder, he would have just said, you know, IT. So he's like a mathematics teacher. Some kind no, of dude, yeah. He's he a grad frogs for their semen. Yeah. For Thirty <laughs> k a, a year. Beer fucking no, plus science, benefits. science beer technology, fest, engineering, and math. But you but know what he they say? Off frogs. That's if what you does. love what you do, you never work a day in your life. He jazz right? frogs. So you're right. You're right. That's my favorite one, I think, of all time. And I also hate that guy. Yeah, definitely. Come on the podcast, a frog defend jerk off man, and defend yourself. He wants to be on that. I feel bad. All right. Uh, this one's for Madison. Sometimes you have to let go. I was going to come here to post one last plea to reconnect with a long-lost friend. You vanished one day without a goodbye and haven't returned any of my messages. 
But as I was writing my post, I realized that it's not my place to pursue you. We're all entitled to let go of people in our lives. If you're unwelcome in someone's life, you need to be respectful and let go too. Maybe it was for a good reason. Maybe you didn't deserve it. Maybe it had nothing to do with you at all. But the best thing to do when someone walks away from you is to walk away from them. We might reconnect at the right time, but that's definitely not now. We had a lot of fun and I can be happy for that. I think I'll feel a lot better now that I've let you go. Wow. So this is just a diary post this dude. This is the opposite of a misconnection. This is like like a uh, found separation. I don't know. It's it's, found separation. Dude. He's getting, that was awesome. He's getting this relationship off his chest via Craigslist, which is an interesting medium to do that in. <laughs> I will say it could be he or she. Yeah, sorry, he or she this person. sounds like a he, maybe. I don't know. This I, person. I feel like the language maybe something else. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. I, I'm thinking it's a woman, but I don't know. I don't know. That, that To me, that sounds like a female writing this, right? Like, no, uh, it sounds like a super beta male. I mean, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do scorned lovers go right to Craigslist? This is puh fucking thing. No, that's what, that's what I think it's a dude. It's not a chick. Because like a chick would just write in her diary, but the dude doesn't have a diary, so he writes it on Craigslist. I don't know. And he can't. Maybe she blocked him from her, her Instagram direct DMs, and now he has to write in a Craigslist to have it. Isn't that so? Two thousand twenty, and blocked from the DMs. Said, yeah, he's like blocked on Instagram, yeah. reverting to Craigslist. 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 I, don't, I don't. Well, kind of. So I got I got info from my guy on the inside in uh, inside the wall of Madison. He said, uh, "So what kind of hats do people wear?" He said, "Depends on the season. Wolf, beaver, and badger hide." <laughs> In winter, nine months. So it's a nine-month-long winter. And for th- for three months, red hats with big W's on them. <laughs> kind of what you'd think. You know? Does he have a Twitter handle? Can we give him a shout-out? I will. You know he does? He does? Let's, uh, let's get his Twitter handle. Let's give him a shout-out. All right. Let me. There are proud yeah. people in the great up north. That's amazing. There are no Packers fans wearing green hats in the summer? Uh-oh. No one's uh, a Packers man. fan anymore. Man. Everyone in Wisconsin is a Packers the, fan. No, the Packers are old news, man. I guarantee you, I'm ninety nine point nine. Like, there's like probably what four hundred people in Wisconsin. <laughs> Three hundred ninety five <laughs> of them are Packers fans, <laughs> and the other five are Bears fans. Exactly. Yeah, they because they were from Chicago, went to UW. Yeah. And then That's true. That's true. At Joe Seipold, apparently some cool guy, but uh, All right. he knows a lot about Wisconsin. Don't add him though, or maybe maybe you add him. What does that mean? I'm not sure. <laughs> Joe Seipel? Yeah, excellent human. Yeah. <laughs> All right, at Joe Seipel, yeah. Hat Man in Madison. <laughs> That's our no go-to. joke. No joke. This guy once made a giant Wisconsin cheesehead, put it on top of his car, and drove it around for years. Years. There it is. That's guys- our inside man. For Wisconsin. He's got his finger on the pulse of the live community in I feel Wisconsin. like it's not something you have to make. It's just available to buy. <laughs> He's a career sculptor, so he sculpted it himself. Oh, my God. <laughs> Misconnection. Talent. All right. Uh, Madison, Monona Menards. Saw you at the Menards and Monona Saturday afternoon. We were both looking at small power tools. You were 55 to 65, about 5 foot 10. 
We briefly acknowledged each other, but I didn't go beyond that. After I left, I kicked myself for not saying more as we both looked at each other a couple times. Wish I had said something as I would have liked to have gotten to know you. If this rings a bell, please get back to me. I'd like to meet. I just, the only joke I have there is a small power tool, but he's 55. Like, I just feel bad, you know? Mine's small now. I can't imagine what's going to look like at 55. (laughs) And it's, you know, Wisconsin, so it's cold. It gets bigger (laughs) with age. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I was going to delete that. Senior correspondent. (laughs) Senior (laughs) correspondent. got one of those like you measure your kids as they get bigger <laughs> he's got one for his, his balls gravity's balls helping too, balls too oh it hangs lower obviously <laughs> he's got this oh fuck this is really messing me up <laughs> hey look at the oh, <laughs> like the little garage thing when the kids get measured you're naked just <laughs> sag your it's not like a testament to how awesome it is it's just droopy and sad i sank by half an inch this year <laughs> The description of sank is perfect. Sank balls, a new thing. (laughs) Well, we're off the rails. All right, now we're all going to have ball charts on our door frames for the rest of our lives. (laughs) You think I won't? (laughs) All right, more misconnections. I've got the last one here. It's the one I was saving. This is the last one? Yeah, pretty short and sweet. Any women out there with HSV2? Hit me up. Fun without the awkwardness of having to tell someone. Looking for around noon today. Now to the uninformed, HSV2 is herpes simplex virus 2. Genital. Okay. Was that in there as well? No, it was not. Oh, okay. I thought I thought that was part of the ad. And I was like, okay, hey. that clears it up for me because I have no idea no, what the it, hell that's Nothing's going to clear that up for you. <laughs> that shit yeah, that's stays for life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Hey, shooters are going to shoot. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, except herpes, simplex <laughs> virus, too. What movie is that from? Hangover. Uh, hangover. Yeah. Um, so I, I actually appreciate this. Yeah. Anyone else? Someone else? Go on. Jump, jump. I mean, this is the a, last one. It's a very honest ad, which I appreciate. It's like, yeah. I have AIDS. Anyone else have AIDS? <laughs> I don't want to infect no, anyone. That's not the same. It's just, it's just a little herp, dude. Well, no, no. I'm just I'm exaggerating slightly by a lot. But it's being honest, and you just want to find some sexual partners that also have it, so you don't, so you can still have sex and not feel bad about it. Right? You can just, you know, go at it with zero repercussions. Raw you're, dog it up. You're yeah. both out breaking at the same time, and the, the, oh, the little Fab. That's disgusting. Tonight. That it is. It is disgusting. Absolutely love it. I love it. I love it. God, do you think they use protection when they meet up? No. Oh, they got nothing to lose. Yeah, like, okay. what are they going to do? Get herpes? Okay, guys, I have an idea. You guys can shoot me down. But I've had this idea for the longest time. When I ever, whenever, I, when I realized what an STD was, probably before I had sex, I was like, why don't you just wear like a trouser that comes up like knee to hip and has your dick in it that's made of latex? And you can just have sex with whatever you want, and you won't have any diseases. This is called... You're talking like a body suit. No, this not is, like a full body suit. But just, just like a, a like compression shorts. Compression shorts with a dick sleeve. Bonk will appreciate this. The Naked Gun already did this. I knew you were going to say that. Damn it. it I've never it, seen it. I thought I had a genius he idea. He wears a full body condom. Okay, well, mine's not full body. Mine's <laughs> just where your 
potential for skin to skin contact is. It's kind of like uh, the STD version of a spring wetsuit, right? A spring suit. Exactly. Or no, uh, farmer, farmer John wetsuit. Yeah. So you could even do like a tank top, which is a farmer John at. What wetsuit. if your armpit got a STD? Oh, man, it's a tough scene. You got like a MRSA outbreak on the nipple or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> then you got to go nipple to nipple yeah, contact. Like, That's a lot of like. You got pubic lice on their armpit hair. You're not going to be that sensual as someone who has a bunch of SCDs that you don't even know. You know, this now, is just like a one night stand. No, but you, you know they have STD. You're both. No, no, no. I'm just saying in general. Just Wait, like, do you, you both? Pull on, you pull on some fucking spandex with a dick sleeve. Who suits up? The man or stand. woman? I. Who suits up? I think man, could, I was thinking man, but I mean, Gigi. I think you got a million dollar idea. Here. You I partner with idea. you partner with Spanks. Yeah. Oh my god, I could suck you in too. Yeah. You I tighten mean, like, up. They tighten up. You tighten up and protect tighten at the same up. time. What god. what's the name? Give me the name. Is it Bank Bank Banks? Banks? With an X. <laughs> with three be, X's. No, it could be just Spanks with three X's. Oh Spanks. Naughty Spanks. Naughty Spanks. Ooh. I mean the lady who started Spanks like originally was a door to door fax machine saleswoman and now she's a billionaire, so I mean, is you do single? this, it hits, and all of a sudden, money shot is greenlit, right? I will greenlight money shot as fast as I come while wearing Spanx. Uh, that's not, uh, it's not fast. That's not fast. Yeah. Because I haven't worn no, no. Is, is the lady that did Spanx single? Because I have a wife and kids at a pancake house. I would like to stare at her awkwardly. <laughs> she's actually pretty good looking. I think her name's Sarah. I'll look her up. But I'm pretty sure she's married. I'm sorry, honey, if you're listening to this. So Spanx, Triple X, everyone's in? I'm in. Tight. I'm Investors. back in it. He's back in it. <laughs> what do we need? He wants to come all in. How much? Uh, my business plan requires uh, $1,000 for a prototype, so it's not a lot. I just made that up. I have no idea. How much yeah. does a latex prototype Should cost? be worth it. Holy God. Who is that? That's the founder of Spanx. How, so how she's, she's like a 100, 100 millionaire? Billion with a B. She's a billionaire. Who's that weird poor man's Bradley Cooper standing next to her? Uh, Jesse Itzler says uh, that he is her spouse. He looks like one of the guys who rows across the Atlantic by himself. Yeah. Yeah. Poor man's Bradley Cooper. (laughs) But... uh, Oh, co-founder of Marquise Jet, one of the largest private jet card companies in the world. Okay, never mind. And owns the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, what an idiot, dude. What we all got chances. We all got yeah. chances. He also is an artist and has an album called 30 Footer in Your Face. Oh, never mind. We don't have a chance. <laughs> That's the coolest thing about yeah. it, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> It would have been better if it was 30 inch in your I have a six inch. But yeah, Sarah Blakely, (laughs) she's 48 years old. 3.0 inch in your face. $1.1 billion net worth. With a B. For selling what? What? Spanx. Spanx. Spandex that are pants. Sucks chicks. It sucks your stomach and waist in. Because it feeds off their insecurity. Yeah. That's what it does. We talked about this last pot. It's fine. We, guys, we are three beers past three. the third beer. Fucking shitty Chamorin beer. All right. Listen, I have a feeling what's going to happen here, but I want to hear reactions for the last beer. Cordado Brewing Company, where Gigi was born. His birthplace. I'll go last. The Guava Islander Tropical IPA. Big Tom, what's your feelings on this? And, and then rank the beers top to bottom. I think Coors Light number one. <laughs> 
Coors Light Emeritus, number one. <laughs> uh, I like this. I like this better than the Tropical DNA, but I don't like either of them as much as the St. Archer. All right. St. So, Archer, Green Flash, Coronado Brewing, Guava. Wait, I thought you said the other way around. Sorry. You said that. That's what I said. Thank you. And then quick, quickly, real Keep quick. Keep them honest. Real quick, uh, on a scale, give me the Coronado Brewing Company. Coronado's a six and a half. Wow. Where'd you rank the other ones? Seven, six and a half, five. Yep, true. One. Fab. All right. Uh, in a photo finish, uh, Tropical DNA wins 7.1, St. Archer 7.0. Coronado Brewing Company just carrying the rear. Uh, I'm going to give it a 2.5. I, I agree. I'm going to go next. I do not enjoy it. I, I, I absolutely agree. It with opened you. up as an Andes Mint. It finished as an Andes Mint. Not impressed. <laughs> Can I drink yours? Zero guava in there. Yeah, you can have it, please. <laughs> I oh, am. That's full. <laughs> the yeah. double chocolate stout that was missing the second chocolate, I think I found it along with some mint, and it's in this guava oh, That was amazing, company. by the way. I love that. Um, I agree with you, Fab. I'm going to say the Coronado Brewing Company garbage was about a 3.5. And I, I just didn't like it. St. Archer, first. Tropical DNA, second. Coronado garbage. It's last. Don't worry about it. Don't don't buy that. Don't drink it. It's fine. Bonk. What do you got? Uh, I'll start from the top. Saint Archer. I said before. I think I said seven point two or five. It's it's a good beer. Um, I'm gonna go with a DNA at uh, we'll call it six point nine. There you go, Jeez. And then uh, CBC. I don't go below. Uh, I don't go do decimals below five. <laughs> Coronado Brewing Company is a four. So yes or no. Obviously. Would you? Obviously. Uh, one or zero? Yeah. She's a one. <laughs> Every day of the week, she's a one. Gee, just give me your, give, give me your rankings. All right, so I went trop, St. Archer, Tropical IPA, 7.2. The DNA from Green Flash, 6.9. Corn on a Brewing Company kind of hurts me to my core. I grew up with CBC. Went there a lot. Um Mostly for food while I was in middle school, but then eventually turned into beer. And uh, their their island the problem is their Islander IPA is actually pretty good. It's it's a little maltier on the it's not as hoppy as most IPAs are. So I think this it takes their maltier IPA, adds guava puree, which does not play well with malt. And I'm gonna give it a I'll give it a four point three. Okay. Um, but for Darren Sproles. But um, it's not it's not what I thought it would be. To be honest with you, it's yeah. a little disappointing. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for joining me. We have a new format next week. I want people to join the show. So if you want to come on Three Beers Two, tweet at us, get on Instagram, let us know. I want someone to video Skype call in, whatever, and talk to us. Disagree with us, agree with us, doesn't matter. Tell us where did you miss connections. If you join the show, $25 cash app, $25 gift card, whatever you want, come on Three Beers 2, drink some beer with us. Guys, let's let's have a drink to that. Yeah. Guys, Three Beers 2, thanks for having us. Come have a drink with us. See you.
<laughs> all of this, please. Keep it. The, the ending is going to be fucking... I really hope I'm sober when I edit this. Let's right, go. You gotta get your balls. Okay, so let's do a thing for this. Like, a, let's make it scientific. So you know how it's cold. Your balls tuck up. Yeah. Is and after you come, but uh, at least my do. I don't know. But when it's hot out, your balls really hang low. That's when you got the hanging grapefruits. You know, like yeah. a big loose bag. So where do we measure that? Cold balls or seventy bag? Set your room nest, temperature. Set your nest to seventy-two degrees Fahrenheit. Seventy-two degrees. Yeah. And then you have a ruler from the base of your gooch. You, you, <laughs> okay. you get the gooch, and then you—that's what—that's what you. What are we doing? Yeah, you go from gooch to balls, tip of balls, and then tip the the bottom of the iceberg, basically. Right. <laughs> I want to cut this, but this is gold. <laughs> Set your nest to 72. Gooch to iceberg. That's <laughs> stupid. Do you post a first day of kindergarten photo? <laughs> first day of 35. First, no, first, first day of retirement. Yeah. Everyone posts their iceberg shot. <laughs> What, what are you measuring that? And then post it 10 years later. Yeah. Right here. It's like a reunion. Yeah. It's a that no one wants to go to. the icebergs. It's so sad. The iceberg club. <laughs> it's the only time where you're shorter is better, actually. The, the, the height is inverse at that point. Normally at a reunion, well, if no, you're no, taller, you, you're... But you're measuring from your gooch down. So it's going to bigger saying, as you grow. Are we as saying sagging is good? Sagging is good. That's more... More length. It's more distinguished. More distinct. You're more of a distinguished, wise gentleman with the more <laughs> sag you have. <laughs> the wizard sleeve hanging between your legs. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Beep. I wanted dinner, but now I, I don't. Just, uh, <laughs> uh, were you licking the sores and that sound no, like? I was, like uh, I, was, I was puking. I was puking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I peeked my tongue out. 